0: The following is a World Class Bullshitters exclusive.
1: Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only,
2: the angry. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, with all the things going on in the news and entertainment, we are here to bring you the light at the end of the tunnel, just as long as the name of that tunnel isn't home sweet, home alone. Goddamn. <laughs> Dude,
1: th- another Home Alone. I thought we learned our lesson in 1997, but I guess not. Apparently, we did not. <laughs> oh, next is the last standing Samoan, Big Rig, Nick Utam.
3: Does Hollywood really learn any lessons at all? I mean, let's let's be honest here. This is, this is why this channel is, was pretty much formed, is because they just don't learn any- anything.
1: They're never going to, buddy. Mm-hmm. We're, we're here to teach them, though. And finally, a man, the myth, the legend, American Ramrod Kendo Slice.
0: I just hope that when somebody hacks into my emails and looks through my shit from like 10, 15, 20 years ago, Jeff doesn't fire me.
1: <laughs> I can't promise anything. Of course, I'm going to throw you under the bus like everybody else, right?
0: <laughs> I'm not <canceled>. What's going <laughs> yeah. on with the email leak, John Group? Um, oh. The, the yeah. Yeah. So the, the NFL was investigating a possible culture of nothing but harassment and bad things with the Washington name redacteds. And the only emails that came out of it that got leaked, the only information that came out was that John Gruden apparently said some not nice things about the gay people. So it goes to show that Dave Chappelle was right. You can do and say and be very horrible, like half the NFL players with their massive rap sheets. But if you say anything naughty about the gays, they will fire you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's been a weird week, dude. Sorry, I'm just reading the chat right now. Uh, Dion Green goes to Hogwarts. Now it's the spooky season. Dion, is that how you want to spend your fall? Going to Hogwarts? What house are you? Isn't that how that works?
2: Whatever, whatever. Older female witch is in one of them. That's the one I'll be in.
3: <laughs> I think I think Dion's a Slytherin.
2: As a, as a wise man once said. In a legendary series on YouTube. Can I spend the night for a week straight?
1: <laughs> uh, thank you, the infidel, uh, very much for the compliment. Uh, folks, yes, we have a comic. It is on its way. People have it. Uh Stealing Solo. It features us. We uh what do we do in this story? Dion, who did we kidnap?
2: one of the greats one of the old times the han solo
1: we did and now folks uh, let me show this real quick these are here if you backed it and you got the shirt those are on their way they look awesome there's only one problem you can't get them anymore there's no more uh so but you can get shirt. you can get like the trading cards and the book and stuff like that if you're interested but it does feature the fandom menace uh this edition of the fandom menace so It's a fun little way to remember everybody. And um, yeah, go to Twitter, check it out. People love the book, the magnets, the stickers. And I just want to take this time again to thank everybody. I really appreciate all the kind words, all the support. And it's exciting to see everyone enjoying this. And get ready, folks. Wokebusters is next. So in the next couple of weeks, be on the lookout for information on how to back that early. And uh, you don't want to miss out. You didn't want to miss out on Stealing Solo. Everyone made the second campaign a bigger success than the first. More books more everything so thank you to everybody uh we put ourselves on the map again boys i'm excited uh to keep on growing aren't you oh yeah
3: yeah i think i think i think collectively we sold more comics than marvel did on like one of their you know captain marvel runs or something i'm sure something like that i i could look yeah. up those numbers
0: That <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna sell more than the new superman comic oh god <laughs> well, yeah dude dude that
1: what is that? You know, if you want to go hear us talk about that, go listen to the high council. But what good is that going to do? I don't think DC is going to. Really I mean, have it's just a.
2: The yeah, dude. It's just a flavor of them. It's just very interesting. You know, you see Twitter and, you know, Twitter acting like they're going to read it, which is just which is funny. And don't get me wrong. You know, it's like, hey, you want to have characters be certain things, that's fine. But just changing them. For the sake of changing them, is the problem. You know, this isn't going to boost Superboy. This isn't going to boost, you know, people buying comics. Like, you know, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure there are people who are by who read comics. Of course there are. But the difference yeah. between them buying comics and them not buying comics and Superboy being a relevant character isn't who he chooses to make out with. That's not the problem. It's, it's just
1: a it, – look, it, like you said, it's the flavor of the month. They're trying to sell books – uh, it might be the flavor of the month, but we now have the word of the day, Kendo. I'm sorry. Uh, I told you if a listener sent one in before we got to it, we'd, we'd have to go with it. Uh, Kendo's word of the day, folks, was spooge, but Doug Keller says the word of the day is ball bag.
2: Mm.
1: So the ball bag is not enough. <laughs> there we go.
2: Liverlet ball bag.
1: <laughs> Wait, could we just do thunder, thunder ball bag? Yes! 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 Perfect. There we go. 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 You brilliant son of a bitch, I'm in. Oh, man. So, folks, uh, play with the word of the day. Thank you, Doug Keller. God damn it. Phrasing. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. Now, one sad piece of news. There will be no show next week. It's my birthday. It's the channel's birthday. And I actually want to do something because I've been really busy with getting stuff out, channel stuff and I would probably regret it on October 22nd if I didn't do something for my birthday. So we're just going to not have a show next week, folks, but we'll be back the following week. Now, you might miss us next week, but you can hang out with us on Saturday. This Saturday, drunk commentary parties are back. We're starting with the brand new Halloween Kills. You can watch it on Peacock. This is a new way to watch a movie at home and all that other fun shit. We're not here to promote Peacock. We're not here to advertise for Halloween. We're here to get shit-faced with you guys and have fun, make fun of a movie that might be pretty shitty. Nick, what have you been hearing about the news or surrounding Halloween Kills lately?
3: I don't know, man. I, 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 saw, I saw the director and producer Jason Blum on... Uh on the last drive-in with Joe Bob on, on Shudder. And I was, kind of dis- I was kind of disappointed. I'm just like, wow, they're really trying to sell this PR campaign to really like, get people to watch this movie. And I'm just like, when you do shit like that, it makes me not want to watch your movie. It makes me believe that you don't believe in it. That's why you're doing things like this. You know? Have you, so. have you seen this tweet that says, David Gordon Green says
1: Halloween ends, which is the next film, will take place around the same time, and it will deal with pandemic and peculiar
3: politics? Oh, good.
2: Can't wait
3: to watch that. All right. that's, yeah. that's 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 what I've been missing in my life. A politic a, a political horror movie about the shit I just went through. Yeah. 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 It's already uh, And and, and also and all and, and also a slasher is gonna kill like you know teenage teenagers. Yeah, that's what I'm missing in my life. Oh fuck.
0: No, I'm gonna kill <sighs> the teenagers. He's just gonna dance on their fucking TikTok videos.
3: Oh geez, you're you're probably right. Hopefully, hopefully he eats a couple Tide Pods too, you know. That'll be nice. I just boxing. let them all. They actually, know, they're, all uh, boxing they're boxing like... each
2: other's. The, the, boxing each other's their thing. Just let them all fight each other and then they go to fight Michael Myers and then he, you know, has a speech about how they all should make out and then he nuts. <laughs> and aren't the, we, and the, aren't are we all better they,
0: people?
2: Then he <laughs> remembers who he is and
3: proceeds to
0: fucking walk the dog on every one of them.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, like. <sighs> Actually I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to pull up a picture of the of the Halloween timeline in a second and share the screen just so uh everybody can be aware of like how many um <laughs> timelines there are uh for this I think I, I, I think there are four right now. It's uh, it's it's fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, now there Nick are. I'm with So I remember Nick growing up when it was Halloween 1 through the Curse of Michael Myers and it was just like people still only talked about the first Halloween movie. Then they redid it all for H2O and people still really only talked about the first Halloween movie. Rob Zombie comes out. We still talk about the first Halloween movie. And then in 2018 they remade it and they still talk about the first Halloween movie. I think what this teaches us is you can make money off of Michael Myers, but you can't top the first one because nobody figured it out yet. They never figured out the formula. <laughs> they, they can't do better. A guy with a bunch of hippies, a Captain Kirk mask and a couple hundred thousand dollars made a classic but tens of millions of dollars can't recapture that.
3: Yeah, I, I, I mean, you, go ahead. Once again, I blame it on cocaine. Entirely on cocaine. Like they need more of it. That's
2: what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, man, it's it's well. Plus, there's a, there's a new episode of a uh, or new season of uh, the films that made us or whatever, and they talk about Halloween, and then they're talking about one of my favorite movies, RoboCop, and it's just, you know. It's just the 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 motive is different, you know. You I mean you have a John Carpenter who wants to make a fucking awesome kick ass horror film, and then it's it just then it becomes something different. You've got silly shit, silly sequels. They finally finally kind of come up with something and with H two O, and then immediately erase it with fucking resurrection. It's just <laughs> I remember that that was so weird, fucking so- crazy. Because what is it? He <clears throat> he broke the the larynx of the fucking Parad- yeah, 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 or the, whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, his yeah. The, yeah.
2: Of. And yeah. it's just it's fucking insane. And then of course, you know, you know, I open with the um with the home alone bit, but that's another example. You know, the first one is awesome, the second one is not terrible. And then they come up with fucking four other ones. And it's like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck is going on? But hey Zordon said it best man a couple weeks ago. He was like, listen, they they don't they're not making movies to make good films. They're making what they think is bankable and safe. To make some money off of it, you know, and that's just kind of the, you know, I don't care how how much, uh, you know, the cast of Halloween Kills is all excited. It's just like it's just not, you know, the you didn't have it right the first time.
3: By the mm-hmm. way, I'm 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 calling it now on this podcast on uh, on uh, on October fourteenth, twenty twenty one, at around eight fifty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're going to kill Laurie Strode in this movie. She's going to die. You think that's your guess? That's my guess. That's my guess. I'm. I'm. I, the reason. The reason I think that that's because because they introduced the granddaughter and the daughter in there, and I yep. think they're going to pass the torch on to the granddaughter, yep. and that's what's going to happen. They're going to kill her in this one. If not, they're going to kill. They. She's definitely Again. going to die in the third one for sure.
0: Yeah, We've watched.
1: I, I, I buy that hundred percent.
0: Yeah, you do or you don't. Oh, I do. I 100 percent buy that. I, I can see him killing off Lori Strode.
1: Well, we watched her fall off that rooftop after Busta Rhymes. So, well, wait, that was earlier <laughs> in the film. Yeah, that was the like
3: fifteen minutes where they had her, and then, and mm-hmm. then she, she kisses her brother on the lips and fucking falls off. Now,
1: uh, there you go, folks. This is the um, the timelines that Nick was talking about. In the original timeline: it goes Halloween one, two, three. Technically, four, five, six. But. In two thousand sorry, nineteen ninety-eight for the twentieth anniversary of Halloween, they decided to go Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween H2O, and then Resurrection. Rob Zombie doesn't exist to us. And nowadays in 2020, or sorry, starting in 2018, it goes Halloween, Halloween kills, and then Halloween ends. So it's a, a fucking what, three or four
3: timelines I just said. I can't even keep myself. Yeah, so we have, Halloween, ball yeah, bag. <laughs> Halloween ball bag. <laughs> yeah. So so to be clear, we have um right now we have three Halloween twos two halloween and then like two halloween threes and then two part ones um yeah that's kind of where we're at right now (laughs) you want any fives with that (laughs) and a diet coke please (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah it's 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 bad it's fucking bad
1: darian 217 had commented earlier i didn't um Yes, he didn't know that's that the captain kirk mask is actually a michael My- what the michael myers mask is actually a repurposed captain kirk mask so the way it went that back in 1978 Tommy Lee Wallace the guy that actually designed the mask was tasked to go out and get a mask for this movie and he brought a clown mask and he brought a captain kirk mask and the clown mask is a they, you you can look it up. It's a real clown mask. But they took this Captain Kirk mask, and they, as you can see, widened the eyes, ripped off the sideburns, did a little work, and that is how the Michael Myers mask was made. That is the true story behind it 100%. There's, even, there's been some legalities behind it in recent years because it was such an independent film. Nobody put that together back in the day. Nowadays, with the internet, you would have saw the trailer. That's a Captain Kirk mask. That's got the fucking tag on it
3: still. but <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why do I see a spread Halloween tag on that fucking mask? What's going on there? God, I, I love this mask. It's, just, it's perfect. <laughs> but here you go,
1: Darien two one seven. Uh, now you know.
3: Yeah. So so, 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 you so, know, so so Saturday. So Saturday, we'll watch that movie, and get drunk, and you know, have a good time. at, at, at its, it's expense. So what time do you guys want to get together? Mm. Uh, I'm free all day. So let's do like 8.30 then, 8.30, I think, Eastern Standard or what?
2: Ooh, you can truly want to do it at no no nighttime, huh?
3: Yeah, man, it's Halloween.
2: Okay, hey, I I,
3: like it. I can. Saturday. Yeah, man. All right, so yeah. it's Saturday, 8.30 p.m. then, Nick. Yeah, let's do it, man. There's no objections? We're all like, All right, it's set in stone now. We're we're doing it. I object. Well, nobody cares what you think.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine, Goddamn. Oh, wait, hold on, Nick. We have a button. It doesn't matter what you think.
3: See, there. The Rock are better than I did. Dude, we're going to talk
1: about The Rock uh, a little bit later on tonight's show. Dion, Kendo, this is a twofer for you guys, this story that we're about to talk about. Right. Uh, first off, it features Dion's favorite show, Paw Patrol. Mm. Oh, and God. secondly, it features oh, Kendo's favorite part of the country. So, Kendo, what is yeah. your favorite state to talk about here on this channel? Uh,
0: state of confusion?
1: Yes, but this man comes from this state.
0: West Virginia? (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Come
3: on now. Little Florida.
1: There you go. A Florida man was arrested Tuesday, nearly two months after a toddler found an unsecured loaded handgun inside a Paw Patrol backpack and accidentally shot and killed his mother while she was on a Zoom call with her coworkers. Jesus. What? Oh, my God. The Andre Avery, the child's 22-year-old father, faces charges in connections with the killing of Shemiah Lynn, 21, on August 11th at the couple's home in Spring uh, in Florida, according to the state attorney's office. He has been charged with manslaughter and failure to securely store a firearm. Jesus. He's punishable up to 15 years in prison, 15 years of probation, and a $10,000 fine, according to the state law. Uh-huh. I, this is a weird story.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit! That is, damn.
1: <laughs> is that not the most Florida thing you've heard about all week?
2: That is definitely the most Florida thing I've heard about. Yeah, man, that's it. up there.
0: That's very much up there.
1: Yeah, I. Are do you fear for your safety now, Dion? Since Paul Patrol has been linked to a death,
2: are you like looking over your shoulder? Listen, I definitely want the Senate to look into this. We need we need some Senate hearings on the lives and the rays of of, of violent. Thugs! After watching Paw Patrol, is my kid going to go out and grab a gat and squeeze a chopper on me? I hope not. I hope the Paw Patrol doesn't save. You know, doesn't show up for that fucking adventure. You know what I'm saying? So well, at
0: least they they are good at crowd control. So if that were to happen, they'd handle the protest. <laughs> oh my god!
2: It's insane. It's insane, man. I don't even know. I don't even know.
1: What about the PJ mask people, Dion? Are you afraid for your safety that they're going to rise up? And yeah, you, you definitely can't,
2: can't trust a bunch of masked vigilantes, even if they are small children, fuckers. Can't <laughs> trust them. Lock them all up.
1: <laughs> now, guys, every week it seems like we're talking about a new reboot, a new remake, because Hollywood is morally and creatively bankrupt. And this week is no different. You made the joke in the opening, Dion. I really haven't thought much about this, even though I heard about it earlier in the week. But we have great news, guys. If you grew up in the 90s and you celebrated Christmas or you were just a child in the 90s, you probably saw Home Alone as a movie or you probably watched it every year around Christmas and made it a part of your family's tradition. Either way, Home Alone, one of the best movies of the 90s. Great, great Christmas movie. Good news, boys. They're remaking it with this kid.
2: Yeah. Imagine the same movie, but with British people. Yeah, <laughs> that little fat shit couldn't stop the wedding. Is that you want to know?
3: Are they really British? Is that, is that what's going on? Mm.
2: So the boy and well, his they, mother are, but they got some. got Pete Holmes as the dad. Wait, what? Okay, yeah,
1: Ellie Kemper yeah. and Rob Delaney are two of the okay. Let's just read yep. this together, folks. We might have an annual. We're going to talk a lot about Disney Plus tonight cuz these people are the fucking worst. But Disney Plus unveiled to look at its upcoming Christmas movie, Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the Home Alone franchise. The trailer for the reboot introduced a 10-year-old Max Mercer played by Archie Yates from Jojo Rabbit, who was accidentally left behind while his family travels to Tokyo for the holidays. Hmm, how updated. Hmm. At first, Max is delighted to learn that he has the entire house to himself and spends time jumping off a trampoline with a medicine ball. But when two married robbers portrayed by Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney try to break in, Max crafts a plan. Now, before you guys even comment, let me just say one thing. In 1990, if your parents left you at home and they were on an international flight, you were fucked. In 2021, Correct. you have the internet and a smartphone,
3: and the police would be there in minutes. There's no reason that the story of
1: Home Alone could take place. You have no excuse.
3: Well, it's well not also 30 years ago anymore. Well, also, also, he's a little white kid. He's he's fine. He's all right. He's he's good. You know, It's awesome. he's he's after. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You know,
1: Phil Arconis, Ball Bag Dancing sounds like a great movie. If only Patrick Swayze <laughs> was still with us. RIP. RIP, sir so let's talk a little more about this um the article says this is my house i have to defend it he says as he stands in front of a battle plan mapped out in chalk, while his parents try to book a flight home max is busy sawing off parts of a, uh, a ballister launching billboard billiard balls and doing anything else he can to drive the thieves away the comedy also stars keenan thompson tim simmons pete holmes and a couple and chris parnell jesus
3: <laughs> comes well, at least he got work which so, one well, well appa- apparently Barton apparently the, the, the older brother is is the cop or something. So that's yeah. that's weird. Well, Devin he, or Trey? He, yeah, like because I'm watching the trailer right now and they just they, they showed his face and I was like, oh, it kind of looks familiar and then they showed his name like McAllister. I'm like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be Buzz. Yeah, it's supposed to be Buzz. I'm just like, oh okay, so that's what's happening. Great. That's awesome.
1: I'm not so bad. Yeah, this is a, this is a movie like that I'm bothered that they're making another Home Alone, but this isn't like Ghostbusters 2016 where it's offensive. You know, it's like damning. Home Alone has been dead for so long.
2: This is just embarrassing. Yeah. There's the new house. Well, well, someone, um, and I should have had it in front of me since I brought bringing it up, but someone on Twitter played the new trailer with the original Home Alone's trailer, and it's literally a shot-for-shot remake. They even... Copy the fucking original trailer. It's insane. It's fucking insane.
1: I got a really serious question. Yeah. If this gets a sequel, will they put Donald Trump in that one too? I don't
2: think so. It better.
0: I feel like that won't
1: happen. Who do you think Kevin McAllister could ask? Or sorry, uh, Archie Baldwin, or whatever his name was, Archie Goodwin. What could this little kid ask? Who could he ask for directions for when he's lost in New York?
3: Oh, dude. You know, no, 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 no. Here's what's going to happen it's going to be Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. That's what it's going to be. So, what you're telling you me joke. is Home Alone. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not joking. It's going to happen when when it, when this does get a part two. In, in, that's what in, I'm next saying. Year. You
0: joke, but that's probably what Michelle Obama's probably on the phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asking to be in it's the scene. On seat. the way. <laughs>
3: Are like, I'm they taking the do... private jet? It's happening. Let's do it. It's like, all right. Are they comment. doing Home Loan two? Lost in Chicago? Is that, is
1: that the <laughs> sequel? Like <laughs> little, not Kevin McAllister is stuck in war torn Chicago on
0: the worst night of
1: the year. Oh no, Christmas Eve no, no. they're still... doing.
3: They're, they're, either, either they're going to copy New York or put him in L A. That's one. That's or that's what's that's going to happen. Oh, so then Wait.
0: Gavin Newsom can tell him where to go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he sends him to the Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: He's
3: Like, hey, can't there. Then he blows up and
1: dies. What a great script. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wells couldn't save one he just couldn't save one look, Ellis died, he never got over it this little kid died, he got over that one <laughs> yeah, it's like, I oh, fuck him I mean, whatever, he's just I show don't him know. the watch he's not, <laughs> he's, he's not Lucy, he's not Jack, I don't care he never had a third kid, right?
0: yeah not the
1: Jai Courtney was enough <laughs> Yeah.
2: Right. Jai Courtney killed a lot of things apparently that franchise
1: well, you guys want to talk about something that has died but is coming back
0: uh, sure.
3: Depends on how you mean. Mean, I guess.
1: Well, look, we're not talking about zombies of people. We're talking about zombies of television channels. Guys, G gotcha. Four is coming back. Oh Good. yeah, I did hear about
2: that. They were trying to <laughs> oh God. bring it back.
1: Yep. So G Four, the gaming TV network that NBC Universal shut down in 2013, is coming back to cable. Uh, let's see. It'll arrive on November 16th. At launch, G4 debut literally on the channel lineups of Comcast and other places you can get it. It also said it will collaborate with Twitch on a multiplayer promotional and commercial partnership through the network's official channel. G4 plans to continue to create platform digital content for social media and YouTube as it has been doing in the months since Comcast Spectator teased its return.
3: Yeah the the Excuse only me. thing I ask the only thing I ask for is fucking leave Olivia Munn off your goddamn platform, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I look forward, forward to, to not watching G4.
1: Now, hold on a second. I loved G4, but what G4 became when it died was shit. I don't want to watch Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn smell each other's farts and then watch reruns of Cops and Star Trek The Next Generation. G4 was so ahead of its time. If you go back 20 years to 2001 and you watched all those weird shows, they had like you could do, they had the the Colin one, the fucking multiplayer MMO one, like all kinds of stuff that we do on YouTube today. G4 did it on television. I hope. Look, and I'm being optimistic here. Let's be realistic. G4 can't achieve what it used to. It's, uh, there's nowhere else for it to go and expand. It's just a recognizable brand coming back. But I hope it
3: works because it they, really was the progenitor of all this shit. Yeah. Didn't Didn't they try launching a YouTube channel? But like, nobody really gave a shit. Probably. I mean, it is YouTube. Yeah. Because I could have sworn that like the, the, this is like the second announcement I heard about them because I remember I think last year, two years ago, like yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go on YouTube. It's gonna be you know our own channel for G4. It's gonna be great and like. Somebody, somebody, I guess, blew somebody else and somehow got a TV deal. So good for them, I guess? I don't know.
1: Would you guys like to hear some of the stuff they're bringing to G4 as it launches? Because it sounds kind of interesting. Okay. So first off, they're bringing back Kevin Pereira and Adam Sessler. But the reason I bring up all the hosts is Xavier Woods from the WWE is going to be one of the people on G4 now.
0: Does Vince get a cut?
1: Uh, Probably. Uh, WWE, dude, did you see... We'll talk about that during the wrestling. We'll talk about that during the (laughs) wrestling segment. Is that Bronson... Read segment holy shit so we also have attack of the show which is coming back x play is coming back boosted which is a weekly esports series that sounds okay sasuke sasuke which is the reruns of 167 episodes of the original japanese competition series adapted as ninja warrior they're going to license that and bring it back and have previously unavailable seasons 35 6 and 7 then there's esl gaming which will broadcast esports and then dungeons and dragons is getting a limited series on dnd Hmm. It'll follow four campaigns with a mix of G4 talent, veteran, D&D, players, and celebrities. So, G4 is essentially just going to be what we already do on YouTube, uh, brought out to the masses. Will it work? You we'll will see. Decide.
3: <laughs> we will see.
2: Damn, man. I don't... Uh, I mean, I want it to work. I fucking love the tech of the show. You know, I loved watching Olivia Munn on that show, too. Uh, but it's just, you know... Fucking YouTube and Twitch are a thing, man. Like, what? I don't understand. You know what you're gonna do? I know. You know their YouTube channel wasn't doing terrible. I don't. I think it. No videos broke over a hundred thousand views, but I, I, you know, I would love to see the money behind this. Who's putting? Who's who? Who's okay in this shit? Because uh, the same people, the, the,
3: the same people who who put up the money for for Quibi. Shit. If that's the case, they're <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're two. Yeah, they put they put two billion dollars in that in that app for for like seven months, and it just it bombed horribly. Now, now you can watch all the shows on like the like the Roku channel on your Roku. Like that's where it all is now.
4: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Plus,
2: yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I got as much love for Wonder Woman, Olivia Munn, as as everyone does. But it's just like I just don't see it doing like you said. It was ahead of its time. Now it's just a remnant of what used to be popular. Like I said, I. I you know, I'm gonna keep up with it. I'm not gonna pay extra for my cable to get it, but damn it, Same. I'm I'm pulling for him.
1: If it sh- it sounds like it's an NBC Universal
3: thing, right? Is that what I said earlier? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm expecting this to pop up on Peacock. Because well, let's hope they don't do the thing and make it exclusively only to that app, because that'll kill it immediately. I agree. Yeah, when they when they do things like that, um, it just kills that show, you know, hard. So hopefully, it's just also on cable and also on the app. You can watch the reruns or whatever and stuff. So you know, hopefully, they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I I want it to be successful, but hey, um, if it sucks, we'll be the first ones. We'll be honest with you, folks. Now, Nick, you were talking about our Twitch presence a little earlier. And the man in
3: Medan, Is there anything game wise coming out that you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, what is it? Uh, the Dark Pictures anthology. They're doing their fourth and the third one, or or really their fourth one, um, coming out uh, towards the end of October. I forget what it's called. I have to look it up. I think it's like Ashes to something, but it's basically um, the Exorcist is what it is. Because they have hmm. like they have the they have the little statue of that demon and everything um, in the in the trailer. So uh, I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to it.
1: I'm wanting to play the new Metroid so bad, but I just won't allow myself to. But it looks so fun. I love Metroid. <laughs> now, let's take a minute to check in with our audience because we have a lot of people patiently waiting, but then we're going to get right back to the show. So, first off, the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo, sorry, brave Paisley Hidalgo says, The Rock raps now. You guys heard about this?
2: Yeah, I saw a clip of it. How was no. it? It was uh, it was very hey kids I'm the cool dad. It was enjoyable, but goddamn dude, I, I I listen I I'm, I'm biased as shit, so I loved it, but it was it, it had so many dad rock vibes. It wasn't even funny.
1: I heard about this that he was rapping with Tech Nine, but oh, I oh god, just god the, oh god Tech Nine really jeez. This isn't the first time the Rock has rapped though, because technically right. yeah but i mean if you but, but here's, th-
3: here's the thing if you know if you know tech nine and what he does and you know who he's you know his kind of tough music that's really interesting very interesting oh. well yeah if you look up tech nine's new song
1: um i don't know uh just look up it's called face off featuring joey cool king iso and dwayne johnson it really bothers me that he's not called the rock anymore but oh well.
2: <laughs> yeah he's kind of reverted back to the whole dwayne johnson thing
1: Um. We'll talk about his feud with Vin Diesel in a minute. That'll be fun. We can press the family button. But uh, also uh, from our friend, the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo, he says, Lindsay Lohan sold off a Furiosa NFT and the furry community hates it. You guys heard about this one?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> one more time? So go again.
1: <laughs> so the super chat says, oh, here it is. Furries aren't happy. Or sorry, furry. The furries aren't here for Lindsay Lohan's fursona NFT. Lindsay Lohan's had a busy year for someone who's been off screen. Blah blah blah, but she tweeted this week: "It's official. She's a friend of the cartel." This is the first NFT is minting. I don't. What does this mean? I don't even. I I I know about the crypto. Ferds oh, are still. pissed at
2: Lindsay Lohan.
1: Yeah, yeah because because are she at Lindsay
3: Lohan. Yeah, because she sold an oh, NFT wow. art of
2: of a of, of a fox. It looks like so. Like do for, Like is that a th- is that a thing? Do furries get outraged on the internet? Uh, <laughs> Apparently, yeah, they do now.
0: The, <laughs> they don't have like I, dominion over pictures of animals. They
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, do they gather pictures of animals, but they don't have dominion over them? I thought the I thought the whole point of being a fur is that no one can like see your face. So who's like who's outing themselves as a fur to be like, yo, Lindsay Lohan <laughs> is fucking up. <laughs> this is bullshit. Like, you're like, there are people that are admitting to doing that on purpose probably <laughs> I apparently I've, so. I've known of a couple really i've known so. of a
0: few people that are very out and proud furries they talk about how cool and much fun it was and i don't work with them anymore so i don't care but i was just like <laughs> you know that's not a cool thing to you know brag about dressing up to be the pupper you know oh he's a, look at this little fox boy yeah no nobody says that's cool just your friend call me
1: miles <laughs> davis
0: yeah
2: right <laughs> like, don't and get me then, wrong it's like hey you know i, I don't have a problem with furries it's just one of those things where it's like that i, I just I, I, I thought that we were the world was in agreement of all the things that everyone you know gets up in arms about 99 percent of people are like yeah that's that's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I, 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 just, I, I don't, I don't
3: know. know any 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 outrage on twitter apparently they want they want more notoriety that's why they're getting outraged about her selling a fucking NFT NFT art on on a platform somewhere. That's what it is. Well, we gotta Plus,
1: look
2: like at things to be angry over. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Like she needs the money. Let her let her make some money on the side. Yeah. The Lord knows yeah. she's gonna drink it away. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Or,
0: or that or, nose or, or, or. doesn't snort coke on its own. Okay. There has to be <laughs> funding for that. So you know. Oh, Give Samurai money.
1: Vader has some clarification. NFT sells stolen artwork
3: oh okay there we go okay thank you for that okay. yeah yeah yeah. there's yeah that's that's been happening lately with the nft community i've seen a, some um some artwork that's either stolen or forgeries have been have been happening even on the on the app i think open that does the nft stuff they had i think a leak of emails or a leak of something happening where like the, it wasn't very secure so like i'm all for nfts and that that whole thing but it's you know give it another another year or two and i think we'll you know we'll find we'll We'll finally refine it into something profitable, truly profitable anyway. Maybe
0: that's the leak that got John Gruden fired. They're like, (laughs) well, he said these bad things, but he wasn't employed for us. Well, here's a picture of
2: him in a bunny costume banging a rabbit. Oh, okay, (laughs) never mind. We have to let him go now. I mean, if there's one guy that would probably do that, it'd probably be John Gruden. I'm going to go ahead and give him the old 187 trips right downgrade ZY banana. Yeah. You want to see this (laughs) banana? I bet you do. (laughs)
0: <laughs> who's the good popper
1: hey. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Well, we, <laughs> we don't hey. take shame on this panel unless that's your kink. <laughs> and to answer your question miss ninja julian i did forget to mention the listener of the week at the top of the show i apologize shout out to our friend joseph davion over in the facebook group your onion post legitimately broke me have you guys heard all the jokes about machine gun kelly and megan fox no.
2: I have not, no. but I thought you were going to say John Gruden was a listener of the week. I was like, whoa! Whoa!
1: You never know who listens to world-class bullshitters, folks. Well, he's, he's got a lot of free time now. People.
2: It's not like he has to game play for Sunday listen, right, listen. right now. Stay <laughs> what you want. I'm, I, I'm okay if John Gruden is not listen to our show, that fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, this,
1: this headline got me. It says, Megan Fox worried Machine Gun Kelly only with her to meet the Transformers. It's hard to feel secure <laughs> when he spends half the time asking when he's going to meet Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the
0: awesome. sad thing is that is a believable story.
3: <laughs> yeah, because if, if you ever heard uh you Kelly in an interview. Yeah, he sounds like that. He sounds like he's that kind of kid. It's like, oh, that's I, adorable. You, you have tattoos and you think you're a grown up.
1: <laughs> I saw Machine Gun Kelly perform live once. Uh, we boot him. <laughs> because Dion, do you do you remember you weren't there, Dion? It was right before we started going to WrestleMania. But Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. played John Cena to the ring when he fought The Rock. Remember that?
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Well, even as much as I'm mad I didn't go to that WrestleMania, I'm not mad that I missed that bullshit.
1: It was great though because, as a fan of The Rock, like everybody in that city was like, "Oh shit, The Rock's back in Miami. Let's all go support him." And then like the whole city is dedicated to that. And then you get Machine Gun Kelly who comes out and talks shit to to miami and everybody boos him over his fucking music go back and watch the show folks it's on it's out there in the ether it's a real show but uh it was so nice to just boo this guy he represents john cena and they both suck so uh there you go miss ninja julian that is our listener of the week because all you got to do is get our attention in a positive way and you too can be a listener of the week now the stunning and brave paisley hidalgo also sends in a super chat that asks have you guys heard of nest
2: I'm scared to ask what that is. Yeah, I, and, well, and I'm, like scared, I'm scared, scared, to, go to, I'm scared to go. I'm scared to go to, to,
3: to the URL as well. Like I don't incognito know. mode. Nick,
2: incognito. No, I'm <laughs> here. no, man. I got. I got.
3: Listen, 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 Dion. I'm using a VPN. and I'm using the Tor browser. Okay, <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing get <laughs> yeah. through.
2: Triple protect that this, bitch.
1: Yes. This episode of World Class Bullshit is brought to you by NordVPN. Use the code. No, they, right they don't. <laughs> they are not our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, folks, go to Shop WCBS and pick up a shirt and help support the channel. YouTube, Pick up a beer but glass
3: before, the, before before we do more drink, drunk commentaries. God damn it, get some of that shit. Yeah. Get your beer
1: glasses. Get all of your world-class Bullshitters merch. We're going to have all kinds of special stuff for Christmas, including a high-council shirt that you never have seen before. So be on the lookout for that. But Nestflix is right here. It's a platform for your favorite nested films and TV shows. Fictional movies within a movie? Got them. Fake shows within shows, you bet. Browse our selection of over five hundred stories within stories. This is cool. So oh, I'm trying thanks. to find out some great fake.
3: Uh, here we go. <laughs> wait, wait, they, they really, they really have a *Geriatric Park*. Oh my god! <laughs> *Goodwill Hunting* too.
1: Yes, hunting season. Applesauce, yeah. bitch.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm legitimately okay, sad that we never cool. came up with this.
3: Yeah, look at their Simple Oh, my Satan's simple Alley. Simple yes. jack.
2: Two hours, three movements.
3: You might m- be awesome, happy. Man. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, where was Satan's so Alley? There it is. it
2: show the fake trailers and stuff? Yes.
1: I mean, it's got stills from it, and it connects to you might like Scorcher Six, Scorcher, Simple Jack, The Fatty's Fart Two, Tropic Blunder, or Forrest Gump Two. Gump again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is Hard uh, to that, watch that, that, that is hilarious moonquake
2: lake holy shit
1: home for porum i understood that reference uh <laughs> <laughs> the ranger the story of rory jerner <laughs> 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 all right uh a brave paisley hidalgo thank you i'm gonna spend so much time just laughing at this website oh my uh, in my free
3: time <laughs>
2: absolutely that is amazing that's holy shit that's fun
1: you know what we'll do? Uh, we'll, we'll find a way to talk about Nest Flix every once in a while here on the channel.
3: Oh, definitely. Now,
1: definitely. Kendo, you've been upgraded. Kendo is a oh. fine fellow, says, Kendo, you're okay, I guess. And... <laughs> now, after that, we had our friend uh, SA Troubles away who says, I'll take a Joe Rogan and a Brie Larson punched in the face, please. You got it. I watched 21 Jump Street last night and uh, we were talking about how Jonah Hill essentially, you know, honey dicks the girl and treats her like this and that. And I said to Jesse, yeah, that's a valid point, but it's Brie Larson and I don't care. So I like 21 Jump Street and I like it even more that Brie Larson loses a movie.
3: movie. (laughs) I that a couple weeks ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah, both of them are still
3: still funny. Oh, man. God, yeah.
1: So first off, you asked for a Captain Marvel button. I should put these in a new order. Maybe that would help. Also, I think Jesse's, uh, the Eagles are scoring so good for her. But while no, I'm looking for that number, because oh, they are. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this one's for you. Here's the. Uh...
2: Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie! Pull that video up.
1: Oh my god! There goes it's Mister Flatnose for
4: you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that'll never get old. Mm-mm.
1: I love. <sighs> And I did find this. I put it at the top. Of
4: you got knocked the fuck out, man.
2: <laughs> so good. <laughs> Fucking
1: smoky. You ain't been applying yourself, man. TLJ Screwjob job says What gets cured first? Dion's love of Lena Dunham or Dion's love of Dark Fate? Trick question. Neither can be cured.
2: <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> I'm not gonna hear it from the guy who's just okay. I guess. Oh, oh, oh apparently Fire. I'm fine now.
1: <laughs> we're all fine now. How are you?
0: Yeah, we're a
1: five What's out of ten recording.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's see. Kendo is a five out of ten.
0: Says Samurai Vader. That's okay. Oh, the va- yeah. <laughs> the validation of random people on the internet's why I get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> that's what success looks like. Yeah.
1: So up next was our friend. Andrew Clark, who says, progress on getting with Aiden Paladin, longtime comic fan, loves horror and is, science- and is a scientist focusing on media slash video games, social science, friends with rags. I need to do more to make that happen. We were just talking off air about some of the stuff we are working on, uh, including Mahler. Talked to Mahler not too long ago. Uh, talked to Eric July. He'll be joining us on a Thursday night. That's rare. Our first guest is going to be Young Rippa, So it'll be a fun show. We'll make sure we announce everything like that. And Andrew, I took a picture to remind myself to look up or to contact her. Because I would like that. And you guys want that. And that's all that's important. Now, Doug Keller says, don't be a ball bag to South Central. It's hmm. a good, uh, it's a good yep. life advice. Now, Primer, thank you for the generous super chat. I don't know where they can even go with a Home Alone reboot. Kevin defeated the burglars in the first one. Alex defeated the terrorists in the third one. What's next? The kid defending his home from Antifa?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean... That would probably be a far more entertaining movie than kid in 2021 gets separated from parents. Suddenly, everyone forgets how
2: to use a fucking cell phone. Suspension of disbelief. It's the cute, chubby British kid. Come on. Give him a chance. He puts cue balls in a fucking airsoft gun, and somehow doesn't kill him, and it's the chick from The Office, and somehow Pete Holmes is in this movie, and the fact that he's in it is actually scaring me a lot, and I don't know what to think about that shit. But yes, just just give it a chance. Yo, nah. you know
1: what? I would actually prefer, and hold on, hear me out for a second. If they were going to do a Homeland remake, they should have made it a black family, and played it up to the nth degree. I would have laughed at that. that one do a parody style like a wans brothers parody of home alone you get dude now that would be good did,
3: get an okay, adult no, no, that with that like would kevin McAllister. that'd be funny but also BET would make it and make it like their you know their karen movie so
0: yeah or yeah, fucking tyler perry academy award winner would get his hands <laughs> on it and go
1: he <laughs> didn't win
2: for a movie
1: i mean it's still an oscar a win is a win bro Medea mm.
0: yeah. gets helped left home alone this, oh, God, this no, Christmas. no. Don't, don't,
2: don't, you that, God don't you dare say don't, that, goddammit. Don't you dare say that. Don't put that bad juju on us. Look, I'm against elder
1: abuse, but Medea, I'd leave her out in the fucking cold. <laughs> yes, you should.
2: But would you call the all-black reboot home? Homies Alone? Yes, I mean, it would be Homies I Alone. I personally would.
3: I don't, I don't know. Is, is allowed to is allowed to say that? Is, is that? is that fine? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the For word homie is transcended.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's acceptable lexicon for, like, everybody these days.
1: Kendo, do you remember the homies' yeah. toys from the early 2000s and the late 90s? Yes, I have They're a like, bunch
0: of them. They were every, There were different colored people in that group, so everyone's yeah. a homie. <laughs> yeah, they were in those, like, little quarter machines, and I would buy them with my change every time I went to the store. I still have them all somewhere in, like, one of those big fucking plastic containers that you get, like, the potato salad in from the deli. So... I have a shitload of those homies somewhere.
1: Cesario Japan, thank you very much. Uh, the reason we didn't read yours first is because the thing loaded with the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo, but thank you for reminding me. He says, stemming from the High Council on Tuesday, Jeff, can I request buttons? BJF69 and a buffalo or a button Twinkie. Sorry, Dion. Yes, you can, Cesario the fuck, Japan. fuck, man? We were going to have some Buffalo Jeff buttons for tonight's show, but I've been fulfilling orders. And excited about other stuff, so I didn't get a chance. But, Dion, next week you better puck your butthole because there could be a Buffalo Jeff button.
2: Ugh,
0: there isn't a show next Thanks week. My secret button. Lucky
3: you.
2: Oh, wow, I do like <laughs> that at <as> all. <well. laughs>
3: I can say anything I want as Buffalo Jeff.
1: The buttons just make it quicker.
2: Just That is true that makes me so uncomfortable
1: and that's my goal in life yeah Whoa. i have to be careful sometimes when i talk to jesse i accidentally use that voice and it makes me uncomfortable
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't want to tell out your you. girlfriend
1: some things as buffalo jeff <laughs> or
2: change your dynamic. yeah i definitely don't want to hear what you'd be whispering in her little eardrums with that fucking <laughs> voice <laughs>
3: Yeah, Jeff, Jeff just creeps into the kitchen. He's like, Can you make? Can you give me some potato chips? <laughs> mm. he's, he's like, Quit it! Fucking quit it! He's like, Hey, listen. Like <laughs> oh.
2: You want to go up like... upstairs and make a clap for a real one? No. <laughs>
0: mm. There's no clapping if you don't have any
1: hands.
2: No. No.
3: Oh! 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 Okay.
0: That just got a little weird.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's Buffalo <laughs> Jeff, bro. What do you
1: expect? Well, that's now, true. Doug Keller can make it even weirder. Honey, I shrunk the ball bags. Wag the ball bag. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Do you think she stays with Wayne after he shrank the ball bag?
2: Yeah. I mean, he's already short. We got a couple kids out of him. Eh, slap him around a little bit. Have some good times for the next 15 years. And yeah, folks,
1: there is no show. That was just a joke to uh, relax Dion. Next week's my birthday. It's a fish technically next week would be the channel's sixth birthday. We we launched on Back to the Future Day, October 21st, 2015. It was an awesome send us
0: presents.
2: (laughs) Send us back to the future. Yeah, baby. So was going to kindergarten. Dude,
1: did you see the hot toys released new back to the future stuff?
2: Nope.
1: Yep. I'm not gonna commit because I just don't care enough about Back to the Future 3. They announced Back to the Futures three. Back to the Future Three, Marty and Doc, and they look awesome. But they finally announced a 1985 Doc, so I did pre-order that one. But there's only one problem, guys. If you're a toy collector, you have we have officially hit the COVID delay. I know we're so deep into it; we thought it was over. The that toy, I've never pre-ordered something that's going to come out March early, so far away. This doesn't come out till March 2023. Normally, (laughs) you buy this (laughs) six to eight months out. But I also, the reason I uh, brought this up too for our other collector fans or friends is be prepared to have a lot of your favorite shit delayed. I bought myself for my birthday that three zero Power Rangers set. And if you're a collector, you know what it is. I got a great announcement today, guys. Hasbro says, hey, Jeff, your package that was slated for November 1st will be here in January. So yay me.
2: Love Jeez. that <laughs> Yeah, no, I still haven't gotten my Iron Man. And I'm w- totally assuming that my Wolverine doesn't show up till 2022. Which well, i probably man, it's, which it's, it's,
3: it's, it's probably it's probably sitting in that ship off the coast of California. So you know,
2: <laughs> the mission is mine. I'll get my <laughs> yeah. Iron man.
3: yeah, you gotta you gotta go out there and in your, in your in your black gear, just go through every single trip, every cargo container, yep. try to find it. Hey, who yeah, left I'm... the fridge
1: open? <laughs> Do you have the baby with you?
0: <laughs> yep. I love that movie. Oh
1: my god, dude. Dion, I've been so into this fucking Silver Centurion armor figure Joel sent me. I went back and read The Origin of the Armor.
2: That's awesome, dude. I love when that Did shit you... happens. It makes you go back and read it. That's so great.
1: Guess what I learned, though? This is why I set this up. I was three days ago, years old, when I learned that the movie Iron Man is based off a very specific comic book. I never read the book. But most almost the entire end of Iron Man is based off of Iron Man 200. It's like one-to-one where Obadiah Stane had taken over fucking Stark Industries and everyone's running away. It's like, it's a really good comic that was adapted into a better movie. And I want to recommend that this week, folks. If you have a way to read Iron Man number 200, which is the first appearance of the Silver Centurion armor, go read it. It's really good. Iron Man issue number 300, where he gets the modular suit armor, isn't as good. It's a better suit of armor, in my opinion, but the story from 200 is awesome. So that is Jeff's recommendation this week. Dion, I'll send you a link if you're interested.
2: For sure, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I'll look for it too, man. Get it on that, on our little site, send.
1: You know, I'm always about like supporting art, but like Marvel stuff, I'm just like, ugh, I can't buy your new shit. So I don't buy anything. For sure. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for your super chat. New Halloween. I don't want to see it based off the trailer. The opposite of the, what they want. The firefighters just stand there as
3: Michael Myers walks up. Nick, you saw that scene. I thought it looked pretty weak. What did you think? I mean, uh, it seems like everybody who wants to see it is like, you know, is is all excited for it. Like, oh, my God, he kills firefighters. And, they're, you know, like, it's it's it's, bu- it's brutal. It's it's crazy. It's awesome. Just like, yeah, so like it's and then some people are offended by it because he's killing firefighters. I got really pissed off about that. But, you know, <laughs> that's the that's that's what happened. That's what happens these days. Like everybody, you can't please everybody and someone's going to get offended. But I, mean, I thought it was OK. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay, it's fine, whatever, like, it's, it's you know, but I, I once again, I don't care for it. 28, 2018 was a massive honey dick, and I don't care for the, the other two coming out from fucking Blumhouse, so.
1: That's what I'm going to spend my Saturday morning doing, as watching Halloween 2018 to get prepared for this new stream, so I at least know what to talk about, because I that last thing I can do is go,
3: wait, what happened in the last one? Because that'd be a boring-ass show. Ooh. Yeah, and we had, we had we, we, had we, we had we had we had podcasters and we had uh, Kmart, uh, Dr. Loomis. And that's about it. And we had really yeah. irritating two teenagers, except for except for like the relationship between the cute black kid and his white uh, babysitter. That one was mm. actually the best part of the whole movie. They had a Agreed. real thing going on. They knew each other. It was it, it felt authentic. Best part of the whole movie.
1: Yeah, that scene and the one that dovetailed into that, where Michael Myers went through the neighborhood and killed everybody to the awesome music, that to me, that's that whole movie. Uh, yeah, Josh yeah, but, Lee, well, yeah. Our the, podcast said it best. That's that whole movie. That one. Yeah, scene. that's the only reason. Yeah, it because
3: well, that, that, that's because it, it's a one shot. It takes you a minute to realize it, but it's like a whole one shot where like you just follow him. The camera follows him, and you see the you know the three kids with the fucking you know the. Um, the, the the silver shamrock masks on because haha nostalgia you know callback hope you like it and um you know you, you see that and then you know there's a whole like one shot thing and then you know you they have, they have the big window of the house where he like goes to the back and you know kills a the girl there and then leaves and it's a whole yeah it's and then and then there's a baby there it's like will he do it won't he do it and then you know the movie goes on it's on it guys have you heard about the change.org petition
1: remove the slaughtering of firefighters from Halloween Kills movie yeah, no, but I mean, I cut I caught of saw
0: that coming. no, they okay, so i I learned about that from our our favorite website, our favorite Facebook group that I had convinced <laughs> that I was able to watch the movie already because of a special code I got from Peacock.
3: Oh my um, God, you
0: did. <laughs> yeah, those people are fucking dumb. Oh my so, god, I love that so
3: much. I love that I, so much.
0: They were like, "Where's the link? Where's the link?" blah blah blah. And this guy's fucking lying. I'm like, "Yep. Yep. Good job. Good job because these people actually went to Peacock and dedicated time to try to find that special code, dipshits." Oh, anyway,
3: dude. that was Oh, so, you know what? No, 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 no. You're you're glossing over something that that, we, that you should be fucking proud of, sir. You tricked those whole, those all those fucking idiots to, to go look for a code for like 30 minutes that doesn't exist at all.
0: Yeah, I know, but I, I have I I haven't done it in a while. I have more fun fucking aggravating you know people from Asia about Roman Reigns. But
3: that's true. That's true.
0: I, I've taken a lot of time away from it. Anyway, so the petitions they they start somebody started a petition to get him to take the scene out where he massacres the firefighters. But then because people were so butthurt about that, they started a counter petition <clears throat> to shut down that petition to keep that scene in the movie. <laughs> so in other words, there's a whole lot of people wasting a whole lot of fucking time.
3: <laughs> oh my god that's that that sounds horrible all around yeah. oh god yeah. i'm yeah. angry like, about this scene that i'm
0: angry that you made a petition to try to take it out i'm gonna create a counter petition
1: look i get that people want to say hey we respect the men and women who put their lives on the line to save us i get that respect in the real world this is a fucking movie all right, All Right. I don't care who gets killed in these movies—cops, firefighters, the teacher, the guy who trims the tree, the chick at the, the fucking European <laughs> wax place. I don't care. Michael Myers will, kills indiscriminately.
0: He wipes your I, way. He I, I you away. I would like to say and take this opportunity to say that I've created a petition to uh, have most of the cop killings taken out of the movie Heat because you know we can't have that.
3: I was gonna say. I was. gonna, I was gonna say that. we were a petition for for the for the cops getting killed in Halloween 2018. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What about all those paramedics
0: that Michael Myers has killed over the years? Yeah. Those innocent, innocent
3: paramedics. Yeah. He faked First, his
2: death with one. Duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. God, it's just, I, uh,
2: people are I, fucking I stupid. <laughs>
3: now, yes, of all the things I've to complain heard. about.
1: Well, I mean, it's 2021. There's not like real problems going on in the world, right? Oh. We've solved every real world problem.
3: Can we, though?
1: Thank you, Twitter. <laughs> that's for all of us here i'm patting myself on the back too if you can hear it folks we did it we landed yeah. on the moon now we solved all of humanity's problems yep <laughs> we're gonna read a few more and then we're gonna jump right back into the show doug keller thank you very much halloween season of the ball bag hunt for the red ball bag i don't know if we can say that any more but back to the season <laughs> of the ball bag um i showed jesse halloween three season of the witch this week it was a it was a fun excuse to watch it again, Nick. I don't know what your TV setup is at home, but if you got a nice 4K player, you got to get the new version of *Season of the Witch*. It looks really fucking good. I've
3: never seen the movie look that good before. Oh, oh my. Um, I yeah, I I'm, I I'm. I, won't, I see, the thing is that like I'm really comfortable with Blu-ray right now. I'm very comfortable with Blu-ray. Like I really do like Blu-ray. I don't want to have to rebuy stuff again, and that's like that's fair. Like and 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 you and you you with your constant reviews of how good it looks, it's not helping me at all. So like well, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting I'm fighting the urge not to buy a big ass like you know uh, a, a nice a nice four K TV and a whole fucking setup like I'm really fighting. You no know, Nick you're a month that's... away from Black Friday. Buy that yeah. shit. You deserve it. Oh, right.
0: I mean 4K, dude. Think about it. Video games in 4K, Ghostbusters, the original in 4K. I mean Batman in 4K. There's all these amazing movies that are gonna look even better. So just go ahead and take your Blu-rays and crumple them up, stick them straight (laughs) up your ass, and hobble down Mm -hmm. to the store and buy yourself a fucking TV and a 4K player.
3: You know Uh, you want to. I fucking hate you so much, Kendo. I really do. Now,
1: Nick, in my defense, Ah, I never owned Halloween 3 prior to this release. It was always a movie that I either had access to from you or I could find it on Plex, but this was the first time I pulled the trigger to buy the film. So I don't feel as guilty, but I own like 18 copies of the first Halloween, so... I can't be stopped. Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, finally, while we're on the topic of uh, Michael Myers, from Thomas Finton, Nah, they'll have Michael Myers come out as gay and show him as he attempts to spread the world of his shank shaft to pop some little toy ball bags.
0: What? I feel like oh. that's probably already a
1: porn parody, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Michael Myers, a triple X parody. Yeah.
3: Ew. If not, I'm making it. If not, I'm
1: making it. Make sure...
3: He and Laurie do not share a scene together though. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, well. I, I hate to tell you this, Jeff, but that kinda of, that kind of stuff's kind of popular on the on the on on, on the PH. Well, I'm we well can. aware and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand, but that's that's usually one of the one of the higher, Just higher categories film
0: Laurie walking in on him plowing Loomis. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you what I'll I'll change Loomis into, into a hot a hot older white woman. Okay, then we'll th- then will be fine. Oh, now who's gender swapping, you <laughs>
0: hypocrite?
3: It's a porn parody. All right, you can take a lot of liberties
2: with that shit. Right? Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it that. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get back to everything in a moment. Okay, we'll read one more because I actually want to talk about William Shatner next. So Cesare Japan said. George Takei called William Shatner an unfit guinea pig after his historic space flight. He couldn't give Shatner a boilerplate congratulations like everyone
3: else does and nobody notices? Let's, I don't think let's start. I, don't think I heard. I, 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 read, I read that and that was like the bitchiest thing he's ever said. I thought yeah. it was hilarious.
2: <laughs> so folks, listen, I mean, l- true true hate goes... Uh, listen, if you, can, if you can hold on to a grudge that long... Listen, I thought that they had buried the hatchet at his, uh, at his roast, but... You know, hey, I, I can I can at least respect some of us. Like, listen, I hate you. All my homies hate you. I ain't never gonna not hate you. As a matter of fact, whenever you do something cool, I'm still gonna hate your ass. And I gotta say, hey, I mean, George Takei, hey, if you can if you can stay that bitchy, I mean, you deserve it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: didn't Race really see hate. George. I didn't see George Takei's comments. I was taken aback by Jeff Bezos douchiness, but. Let's start at the beginning of this story for those who are listening. So, folks, in the greatest example of life imitating art, Captain Kirk went to space. Now we're a star, or we're a Star Wars show. We're not really a Star Trek show. We love some of us love Star Trek. We respect it, but you know, Star Wars tends to be, able to be the WCBS wheelhouse. Now, Dion is a huge Star Trek fan, and it was even, dude. You know how I don't put Star Trek to the level you do. But I gotta say it like this: This was one of the coolest things we got to see because, like I said, it's life imitating art. Never in a million years did you think Hans Harrison Ford would go to space and do the shit like in Star Wars, but William Shatner has, you know, he's gone where other men have gone before. But he was fucking cool. It was a big deal. I remember going to bed the night before saying, "Hey, William Shatner goes into space tomorrow." I thought it was neat. What did you guys think?
2: I loved it, man. I was like, he, you know, he, he, you know, Kirk is by far his greatest character and. And to, to hear that Captain Kirk got to go in space before he died, that's just so... God cool! I ate it up, man. I'm not gonna lie, I ate up and see him in the fucking jumpsuit and stuff. Like, listen, you know, fuck Bezos. He's got people peeing in bottles at some of the facilities. But goddamn it, he <laughs> took Kirk in the space. He's he's bought himself some time in my book.
3: Oh, uh, I do, I do love how like after Elon Musk is like, fuck you and that and that British bastard. I'm putting four civilians in a rocket, putting them around the earth for three days, and then bringing them back safely. Fuck you all, and he did it. And Bezos is like, he all right, shoot- I got you, checkmate, motherfucker. I got, I got, I got William Shatner, 90-year-old fucking actor. <laughs> Going to shoot his ass into space for three minutes and bring it back down. I just want to say to
1: any rich industrialist future uh, celebrity out there that wants to send four willing ex- uh, test subjects into space, we will go. Now, guys, <laughs> that can be our. It, w- this is not our next comic, Wokebusters is, but imagine a comic where the four of us go to outer space. We get hit by cosmic rays, and we come back to Earth and die of cancer. What is that?
0: <laughs> okay. what does oh, god, <laughs> oh god! Um, I mean, I feel like you kind of gave away the big twist ending or
4: something. <laughs> okay, calm, yeah. calm down, I hey, I mean,
0: that could have been the big twist ending. You, you yeah, you could have just been like, we go to space and we get hit by cosmic rays. See what happens. And everyone's like, oh, they're gonna get superpowers. No, we're dead. That would by the time
1: good. the comic comes out, everyone will have forgotten this joke and the twist will still work. <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's, that's 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 how good. the internet that's is, fair. dude. Come on now to the William Shatner comment, though. Or this is what I heard, and we'll talk about George Takei stuff. William Shatner fans hit out at Jeff Bezos for interrupting his emotional space speech to spray champagne. I watched this clip, it pissed me off because William Shatner comes back. Ah, oh, I went to outer space, he was having a moment. I don't know how he is as a person. He could be kind of douchey to fans. I don't really know. But he he seems to treat this with the gravitas it deserved. And then Jeff Bezos' rich ass comes out. Hold on, I'm going to let you finish, but here's some champagne. Like, who gives a fuck about your shitty champagne, dude? Will you care about Captain Kirk's speech, not your fucking liquid that you spent way too much money on? Give me my packages on time. I don't give a fuck about your champagne. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was like ultimate douchey Bezos. Like, hey, the world, all these people that know him for this thing are excited to see what he finally has to say. This dude has is gonna, it, he's gonna experience this joyous moment. Psych, bitch! I got my fucking crystal in space. I'm Jeff Bezos. Yeah! Like that. That's just like that's the one of the greatest heel moves of all fucking time, man. It was, it was something. So so, so funny. Just so. Funny. What do you mean? He's just like, Yo, <laughs> fuck you and what you believe in, baby, Krista. I'm in space, bitch. <laughs> I'm a Chappelle show <laughs> fucking skit come to life. I'm Jeff Bezos. We should we bring really back a, the a Player leader. Haters Club, Dion. We absolutely 100. We we will be the new chairman of the Player Haters Club, starting with Jeff Bezos. Deal. Dude may be a billionaire, but it looks like he knows what a urinal cake tastes like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now let's talk about George Takei guys before we actually talk about this topic who is your favorite crew member on Star Trek you can include the captain if you want Uh, who's your favorite Star Trek OG Star Trek member Dion you go first
2: definitely Kirk Kirk
1: Kirk.
0: Nick Spock fucking love Spock Kendo I've watched all of about five minutes of old original Star Trek so I'm gonna say the ship perfect (laughs) I'm
1: torn between Kirk and Spock. I want to throw some love for McCoy as well. That's just a perfect uh, dynamic. But George Takei has taken his Star Trek role and run with it forever. I mean, he really is either, you know him as George Takei or Sulu. He's never had a real career outside of, once he figured out how to make money on being himself and saying, oh my, like that's it. That's all his career is. William Shatner could be typecast as Captain Kirk if you want, but he's done a ton of shit. TJ Hooker, the Twilight Zone. I mean, before he was Captain Kirk, he had done recognizable, notable stuff. And to be fair, George Takei was on the Twilight Zone in the worst episode ever, but I don't know why they hate each other, but let's read about what went down. So George Takei, this is William Shatner's trip to space. He's boldly going where other people have gone before. <laughs> wow. That's a really great joke. George. But why aren't you in outer space? You're the navigator. George Takei and Wim Shatner's decade-long feud continues. Takei threw shade at his former Star Trek Bye. co-star following Shatner's historic trip to space. When asked by Page Six what he thought about Shatner's ride on Blue Origin, Takei quipped he's boldly going where other people have gone before. He's a guinea pig, 90 years old, and it's important to find out what happens, Takei, 84 added. The actors starred together on the original 1966 Star Trek. So, 90, so a 90-year-old is going to get... So the 90-year-old is going to show a great deal more on the wear and tear of the human body, so he'll be a good specimen to study, Takei continued, although he's not the fittest specimen of 90 years old, so he'll be a specimen that's unfit. Shatner is well aware that his age made him the oldest person ever to go into space on Wednesday. He says, I had to walk up to that platform. I was exhausted. My muscles hurt from all this training, and I'm aching. I was in pain, the actor quipped on Thursday morning's CBS. And I'm up there saying, holy shit, I'm 90.
2: So... (laughs)
1: Yeah, George Takei, super bitchy
2: guys. Yeah, that's just—I mean, not a great look. But listen, I—you know—there's a very short list of motherfuckers that I will hate until the end of my days. So I mean, I, I can. I, sometimes you just don't like a motherfucker. It doesn't matter what they do. And clearly, you know, my boy Sulu, just—he—he he just cannot stand. The cat. And So I mean, hey, I I get it. You know, sometimes you just hate a motherfucker's guts, and just <laughs> you, it's easier to hold on to it than to let it go. You know, and apparently Shatner was really an asshole to him, but you know he was an asshole to everybody. I don't. You know, the, does it warrant this long of a of a hatred, especially when the Dupont goes in space? No, but like I said, I think we can all empathize, but there are some people where it's just like, "Yo, I hate that motherfucker, and he hates me. I don't give a fuck what he does. He could win the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm still first in line to whoop that ass. And Su- Sulu has held on to that <laughs> shit till today. But like,
3: his his comments were so bitchy and so hilarious. They were! Like he's, he's like, 90-year-old guinea pig, boldly going, where everybody's gone before us. It's like, "God damn, Sulu. Shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm guys, like, Yo, fuck you. Yeah. We're gonna... <laughs>
1: We're going to keep this show outer space themed for a moment because, well, we're going to talk about something incredibly important. Now, oh God! on the show, we joke, we joke about political correctness. We joke about everything. But at the end of the day, humanity is important. And when people are out there championing a good cause, we here at World Class Bullshitters are always going to back that. So let's talk about this because this is incredibly important. I want to show some respect for one person out there. Demi Lovato is standing up for extraterrestrials.
2: Oh Lord, yeah! The singer
1: and actor who identifies as b- non-binary has a. <laughs> She's, She's probably, probably not, not Barry
0: either. She definitely not I am not Barry. I <laughs> am new not identity. Barry. <laughs>
3: I identify as not Barry. <laughs>
4: God, that like God damn Barry? it!
3: Yes. So, that's uh, still a Barry. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't identify as that.
1: Oh. She has a show titled Unidentified with Demi Lovato, which they explore what life may be like beyond this planet. In an interview with Pedestrian, Lovato explained that they do not believe that beings from another planet mean harm to humans. She's quoted as saying, I really think that if if there was anything going on out there that we would want to do that to us. It would have to have happened by now, they said. But, sorry, um. but I think that we have we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETS. This person mm. is famous and has a TV show and a haircut like this.
2: Now, have you the seen the trailer I, for that show? No, I, no. It is no. so goddamn hilarious that it is a real show that Peacock is putting real money into. It's fucking hilarious she even calls her even though now we know that she's non-berry she calls herself like an alien <laughs> she calls herself an alien activist yep oh it's and listen don't get me listen people who go through traumatic uh mental experiences I, I i feel for you i'm empathetic but come on people we we can all look at yeah at, but she is- at at non-berry and laugh because it is <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Now, yeah. Holy maybe. shit. Yeah, it was on tw- just, I saw it on Twitter, and everyone was like, yo, Peacock, what the fuck? It was hilarious. It's a real I mean, thing. Maybe, I, just I, maybe, I, I did, I,
0: she has had contact with the aliens, and they told her, I mean, the ETs, I'm them. sorry, and they mm-hmm. told her that they were offended and pissed at the people of Earth for calling them that, and that's why they're going to attack, but now that she's one of the good ones, she... She, for one, welcomes our new ET overlords, and they will spare her.
2: Listen, I, I, I am hundred percent in with my other non berries out there trying to make <laughs> the world a better place. Let's 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 all do it together. At the same time, there's a literal clip on this trailer for her show where they go out to this like ranch or something. And they're trying to make it like they're you know they they got the the fucking light is down, the night vision's on the camera, and they're like, "Hey, Demi is here, say hello." And it's like some dude under the balcony goes, "Hello," and she goes, ah, ah! "It is the funniest fucking thing now, ever." Just a dude on. under the porch says hello, and she acts like it's a fucking alien speaking. Dion, it's, I'm
1: under your porch.
2: Oh my god. If you were to mm. do that, not that though. Not that. I'm 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 non I'm non-berry so you have to respect me. But <laughs> It is No. No. That's 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 no. That's a berry thing to do. I'm non. <laughs> but it, it is so goddamn This is a real I thought it was a joke. I thought it was Demi like, "Oh, I'm coming back." I'm, I thought it was a sketch show. It's real. It's Now fucking
3: Real. Well, well, okay, okay. And, and and then you said something about her trauma. It's like, yeah, that sucks that she's gone through that, but also that she has she has publicists and people who are like, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't do this. And you, what you just said <laughs> is really dumb. And and like you know you know, and it's one of those things where it's like Hollywood. people apparently really love to keep their job as well. As we're getting shitty entertainment, so somebody's like, yeah, just say that. That's fine. I'm sure she she, she cleared it with somebody. She's like, this makes sense. And they're like, yep, totally. Just um, just go with it. Well, guys, don't uh, don't don't tell anybody else. It'll be our secret. But it'll be a it'll be a, a very a very you know, culturally shocking thing to say, and people will really, really, you know, dig it. And non
0: berry uh, struggle is real.
1: <laughs> it is. No, yep. yeah,
2: but there's she's, we're she's forgetting. Very brave for all the. Well, other hold non-Berrys.
1: on. You guys yeah, can take all the pot shots. Brave. You can take all the pot shots you wanted her, but they don't amount to what Neil deGrasse Tyson is saying. So
4: okay, Neil deGrasse okay. Tyson has He's responded. He's also non berry
1: He is true. <laughs> But he, is, uh, he has responded to Demi Lovato claiming that calling extraterrestrials aliens is derogatory by telling the singer that aliens have no feelings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also, you know what? You know What, what after, after... conversation
2: are we fucking having right now? Can well, you okay, be derogatory
0: okay. towards something that may or may not
1: exist? <laughs> I guess you can. We're so worried about people's feelings and being non-berries that we have to worry about things that aren't fucking real. So the Maybe like are insulting
0: ghosts,
3: and somebody's well, like, yeah. "You
0: can't do that. That's that's offensive to the ghost Like, bitch, they don't
3: exist. Oh god. <laughs> well, also, I love how Neil deGrasse Tyson, after he, you know, got investigated, he's been like, he's been a lot like more combative. <laughs> like, what did he get investigated for? <laughs> um, sexual. Harassment I really don't know. Like that. Being a berry in a non-berry world. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, there were there there were some there were some allegations against him for some stuff, and he got he got oh, investigated for like six dying. weeks straight, and it came out that he was you know he was fine, um, but I, that investigation apparently really fucked him because he did I remember he did Joe Rogan after that, and he was like really combative more so than normal with Joe Rogan. I'm just like, dude. You're in a you're, you're in a, you're in his podcast right now. He calmed down, he's asking questions, man. Jeez. like it was there was a really there was a turn in his behavior. I was like, wow, this really affected yeah, me. He you.
2: keeps cutting Rogan off, and you can see Joe clearly getting pissed off by it. It's yeah, Neil. I mean, and apparently, he was always kind of an asshole, but yeah, he I I, I cannot I'm I just think it's hilarious that he feels the need to respond to Miss Non Barry about alien feelings, like wow. Everybody knows the best thing to do
0: whenever you go on somebody's podcast as a guest is to be a belligerent dick and not let them get the words
3: out. I mean, well, because I mean, you know, but before you know, when he was on there, he would listen to his question and then be like very, you'd be really be like a teacher. It's like, well, what you're asking is this, and this means something different. And like, you'd be, you know, very like you know teacher-esque about it and like tell and tell them you know what these things mean what they actually what, what actually these things do but now he's just like you're wrong and here's my answer because i'm smarter than you and i'm just like geez calm down dude we get well, it maybe he's no longer barry maybe he's now a barry and the berries are just assholes he's very, yeah, pissed, know, off.
0: He's very <laughs> pissed off He's pissed off. this
3: is oh, going to be a shirt on in, in our shop isn't it now i was about to not say very yeah and,
1: Send me the thing I identify as non-Barry. We'll have that as a shirt for next And then we'll week just so. put a
3: picture of Barry Sanders on it.
0: <laughs> hey, 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 and a, hey. No, Dion, that's respectful because none of us, not even anyone living today in the NFL will ever be Barry Sanders. Okay, I can, I can respect that. I can respect You that. know, he's the <laughs> fucking greatest running back of all time. None of us are going to be Barry.
1: So let's talk about some the two guys that are on screen. We have buttons for The Rock. We have buttons for Vin Diesel apparently they well okay fine i'll just say it like this they hate each other we've heard about the feud publicly but dion you know how i always talk about our neighbor my neighbor that i tell yeah. you works wherever he told yeah. me this story he told me this story months ago this is hilarious how like this is you know i'll only talk about what they're talking about publicly but it's so funny like all this shit and if you notice too the fast and the furious franchise is essentially dead there is not there's no interest in it anymore. Did you guys watch the ninth one? No. No. I tried. That bad. It it's dude, it's that bad. Damn. Now, let me get a let me get a good little uh thing to bounce off of, but Dwayne Johnson meant what he said about Vin Diesel. So we're all fans of The Rock, he's cool, but Vin Diesel may have viewed his highly publicized feud with The Rock as a bit of tough love, but Johnson is not backing down from what he said. And a new cover story for Vanity Fair, John, The Rock, talked about the role he played in the conflict. So in 2016, he was posting on Instagram, and he posted, Some male co-stars conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't, Jonathan wrote at the time, leading to speculation he was talking about Vin Diesel. It caused a firestorm, The Rock said. Yet interestingly enough, it was as if every single crew member found their way to me and either quietly thanked me or sent me a note, The Rock told Vanity Fair. But it wasn't my best day, he said, stating that. I shouldn't have said that because at the end of the day, it goes against my DNA. So what, what do you think about this? I find it funny, to be completely honest. It's, it's hilarious. Mr. Vin Diesel, the star of family, the family man himself, got really <laughs> upset that somebody stole his thunder. Another bald guy came in and said, look, I'm going to do what you do. And he couldn't <laughs> handle it. <laughs>
2: Plus, I think you know the, the big thing being that you know Vin Diesel has always seen himself as this artiste. You know, he was you know super involved in the 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 continuation of the Riddick franchise. You know, he was you know he took that that really dramatic turn in his career in the early mid two thousands super super seriously, and he did you know knock around guys and a man apart and all that stuff, and, and they're really good. Um, you know, and then obviously with the whole. Fast and Furious thing, you know, for him to come back and, you know, he, you know, he would be doing the goddamn press junkets to talk about. It really is about family and all this other bullshit. So I think it's just, it's just funny how he takes himself way too fucking seriously while you've got, you know, The Rock or Dwayne, as Punk would say, uh, you know, who's, who's a lot, who's a lot, you know, while he's professional, he understands, you know, what he's doing. And it's just so funny that those dudes just don't get along. They just do not fucking get along. You know, and it's just funny that, you know, we were in college when this shit started with Fast Five. They're just, you know, know, rumors (laughs) of tension between them. And, you know, they were going to supposed to be, you know, the next Riggs and Murtaugh. And it's just (laughs) hilarious that fucking Vin Diesel and The Rock, (laughs) these two motherfuckers really from our childhoods, just can't get along. And they're in a billion dollar franchise. And it's, oh, my God, it's it, the universe has the greatest sense of fucking. humor.
3: Yeah, I it's, love it. dude, it's it, it's hilarious. <clears throat> but also, like Vin Diesel, you kind of have to, you know, thank and say and say sorry to um, Paul Walker, because had he, had he not, you know, died, you wouldn't have had the family franchise because it was supposed to go with him, you know, being I think it was supposed to continue with him being like a government agent and, you know, Catching smugglers, people, you know, selling selling TVs and VCRs and shit still. So it would have, it would it would have still gone on with that, but then it became family, you know, the the movies because um you know he died, so
1: I yeah. I d I don't know what it, to say it's, about Fast
3: appearance anymore. It's just a they thing went, now. They, they went to those... space, man. Fucking they went to space with like fucking <laughs> Tyrese and Ludacris were in space to stop a satellite for some fucking reason. Who knows? Who cares? Did they
2: really go into space in nine? Yes, they mm-hmm. did. For it's real? Like, for real. God yeah. damn, man. It, it, is, it is hilarious watching the the film equivalent of Call of Duty. Like, that's just fucking awesome. It's yeah. And, so funny.
3: And, 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 and apparently, apparently, like Kurt Russell worked, worked for some like you know, super, super secret agent that uh, agency that doesn't have a name or a, or three letters or anything like that. And he called these people from California who were really somewhat, so, somewhat good drivers, to help him battle some bad guys that were going to take over the world. I'm just like, really? That's the premise of these movies now. All these people are supposed I, to be uh, are supposed, supposed to be like broke, dick James Bonds or something. Like, come on, man. Come on. When the world's in danger, of course you're going to
1: hire Tyrese and Ludacris to save the world. That's true. It used to be a that's rough, baby.
3: I mean, I mean, if there are white women involved, then yeah, of course I will. Are there any white women involved though?
2: <laughs> Charlie Stern's in the nine, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, but she's got that bull haircut, so, so, so
3: she just kind of so looks, looks so whatever. This is John Cena. John Cena's in part nine as well. Ah, uh, yeah, wasn't yeah, that he his brother. brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Dominic Toretto's. he's Vin Diesel's brother in the fucking, in the fucking movie.
1: I wonder if Vin Diesel and uh, John Cena secretly just sat around and talked shit about the rock all day. They probably did. They, they probably did. Oh, yeah. had to. Yeah,
4: because
3: because <laughs> I'm sure John Cena's like, man, I'm, I was a wrestler too, and I started around the same time, and I'm not as I'm not as famous as he is yet, I, but I'm working on it. I'm, I'm every day I'm working on it. I swear. <laughs> oh God. So, uh, let's in
1: honor of uh, Vin Diesel, let's talk about. But the what's real?
4: It's Family. 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 <laughs>
2: family my oh, god! Now let's Gotta talk about a man. Universal ride, man. Oh, you you wrote it? I have. Oh yeah, I wrote I wrote it two times when I when oh, hillary and I went, <laughs> and then we took Diane this past this past <laughs> February and we made her ride it. By the way, ladies
3: and gentlemen, if yeah. you've ever been to Universal in the past, like let's say ten years or something, something like that, and you rode the um the earthquake ride. Mm. They've just taken that earthquake like thing off of it, kept the track and everything the same, and somehow inserted Fast and Furious into it. It is fucking hilarious. It he is coming? so bad. It it is it is bad to the point of it being like, really, we're we're doing
2: this now. Like it's fucking oh. Shaw's there, and he's just like, "I'll get you, Toretto," as he like as his car crashes and shit. Yeah, and,
3: and and like and like the animations they have like on the sides of you on like while you're like, going through this thing look like GTA like animations. Hmm. It's 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 crazy.
2: You gotta up go semis and fucking well, Dom always says you guys aren't just our guests, you're family. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, those they say at the end. It's so they to Dion, keep their
1: shit. When you come to visit me, you'll have to ride the version out here at the one at uh Universal Hollywood. Because yeah. you take you don't go to a ride. What you do is you take this thing called the, the lot tour and you drive around the universal lot, and then they drive you through it at the end after you do all the other shit. And you do the King Kong ride at the same time, too.
0: But that's dope.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. Let's come check it out. You also get to go oh, see oh, the shark from the fake shark from Jaws. So it's kind of a cool
2: experience. Oh, yeah. What's was his name? Is his name? His name's Barry, too, isn't it? No, no it's, Bruce. Bruce. it's Bruce. It's Bruce. Bruce. My bad. My bad. I thought that he what? was a Barry and then the rest of us are non barry
1: No, Mary, Marvin <laughs> Barry is the only Barry. <laughs> right. talk about <laughs> Marvin yeah. barry.
0: And the Starlighters they're non yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dion. You'll want to re ride the Fast and the Furious ride out here for one specific reason. You know why? What? Because after you ride the fast and furious part, you go into the fucking space thing from Beverly Hills Cop 3. Remember the laser ride that where all the water and yes, shit yeah. Oh the shit,
3: with the silos? The, the, the
1: yeah. Yeah. When you ride that at Universal out here, you do all the shit and then you go and you experience that at the sa- at the end. It's really fucking weird. But
2: <laughs> that's it's, awesome. We'll
1: have fun. Mm. Bruce, Barry. You're right i ride quads bro same difference <laughs> <laughs> so oh, let's see you talk we're talking about family the meaning of family let's talk about a guy who doesn't have a family batman we all love batman right damn yeah you guys want to hear the news about dc fandom this week there's a new batman oh, trailer
3: not really yeah
1: oh good now, look, we can look That's at six fun. seconds of footage together. Ready?
2: Not a single.
1: It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not just a signal. It's a warning. It's not a signal. Listen. Oh,
3: I was- Hang on. I got to go get new pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, quit eating Chipotle.
2: <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't wait to I just I'm not I'm not prescribing that's it. gonna be bad but god damn it man I this clown show like I'm still I listen I, listen bat pat I'm in your corner man but shit like this come on come on someone wrote this shit it's not just a signal it's a warning oh, yeah it's a warning <laughs> yeah, and, that and, the movie's and, gonna and, suck
3: yeah and it, actually actually if you go on like I think if you go on some, some of the Lego stuff on Instagram they're showing all the sets that are coming out for him that, that show you what, what's gonna happen in the movie because oh. like his, his cars coming out, like they have very various versions of his car that they're trying to you know sell through Lego. I'm like, nobody's gonna buy this. Nobody wants this.
0: Oh, there will be somebody oh, that buys it.
3: Let's look at some of it real quick. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um.
1: You can get the big Lego Batmobile, or you can get the Penguin Chase. And here's what the Batcave's gonna look like. I love. Yeah, I love merchandise for many reasons. But, uh, oh, no, wait, this is the Riddler's hideout. Let's take a look at the Riddler's hideout. You guys ready?
0: Diddler. Let's do it.
1: Uh, A. Adama, thank you very much. I read the Super Chats all in order, but I wanted to thank you for your very nice one. He says, hey, everyone, I hope all is well. Jeff, I got my copy of Stealing Solo. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Thank you. Wokebusters is next, A. Adama. Uh, Hopefully you guys uh, uh, like that one too. But I appreciate the compliment. It's been... This has been a fun experience. I'm not going to act like it's been this, oh, it's terrible. bubble. No, it's great. It's awesome. I always wanted to be a comic book artist, and I can because of you guys. So thank you. And just be on the lookout. Uh, now that things, I figured out the system. I got all the equipment. Full business now. So thank you, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoy all the stuff, and let me know what you think. Now let's talk about the Batcave. Here we go, guys. Here is the Batcave set. So this is officially the Batcave. What do you guys think? <laughs>
2: I mean, it looks awfully it's small. Reminiscent of the shit that we had as kids and the shit that they got now, but.
0: Why he got the fucking Hill Valley clock tower thing going on?
3: That's he... a plot point.
1: I'm, it looks like Batman yeah. operates
3: out of an old train station. Yeah, Wayne Terminus. Terminus? Okay. Yeah. And he's and got like he... what? Yeah, what looks like four screens. Like he's going to one on the side there, I guess, for porn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a map of Gotham. He's got his little
1: motorcycle. There's our first look at the Bruce Wayne. Uh, Lego. We also have com- Black Commissioner Gordon, Batman, Demi Lovato Catwoman, and I guess this is the Riddler with this face covered It looks like the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, I don't know who bit. this man is. Is that Alfred? I think so. Maybe.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, we haven't seen Andy Serkis as Alfred, right? So it's confirmed Alfred has a beard in this movie. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That looks yeah. like the stage set up for like a rock concert.
1: It kind of does. I mean... Okay, here's how it works then. When you put both of these sets together, the Batman Lego set and the Batmobile, uh, there we go. Looks like the Batmobile shoots out of a fucking... Yeah, Bat... Okay, fuck, there we go. The Batcave is inside of a train station, it looks like.
3: Okay, cool. yeah. Cool. That's different.
1: Fine. Oh, now, Nick, you got me excited. I'm like, wait, I can learn all about the movie by
3: looking at the merchandise? Fuck, I'll do this later.
1: So there you <laughs> go, The low, low, low price <laughs> of
3: $79.99. That's a lot for that set, dude. That's a lot. That's a lot for that set. I, I, by the way, the old, the old eighty nine Batmobile is two hundred and fifty. Just so you know. I didn't
1: want to spend money on that one. I should have, but
3: I didn't. <laughs> I I bought it. I have it. i I'm I'm collecting like random Lego shit now. So like it's coming in every every month, and I'm getting like one or two sets. So. I'm like you. I have a uh, collection problem. I love stuff. Yeah, like that that's something at once a month now. So I, I don't know, like just like drain my bank account all of a sudden. Dude, I looked at Big Bad Toy Store and all the pre-orders I have. I got nervous. Not that I,
1: you know, couldn't swing or anything, but I was like, Jesus Christ, what did I buy? I bought a bat cave, I bought a fortress of
3: solitude, I got a homelander figure coming. I'm like, who the fuck bought this shit? me <laughs> listen you need you need to quit getting crossfaded and get on fucking big bad toy store okay it's cause i don't problems.
1: get crossfaded sir i wake up every morning and i get on big bad toy store when i'm taking a shit and i go god damn it i need this yeah <laughs> I,
0: that's that's kind of like me too i'm just like let's see what big bad toy store's got today oh god the <laughs> fact i'm gonna now,
1: I'm not here to really dunk on Batman, but I did want you guys to see what he's actually going to look like on the merchandise. What do you think of this version of Batman based on this picture? All right, cool. That looks like Batman. I'm not a fan of the live action suit, but that's what it's going to look like. What do you think?
2: Eh. It looks better there. Obviously, you know, I, that, that rendition's a lot better than um, before. Like, you know, we talked about it before. I'm not a huge fan of the whole melting the gun down to being the bat, the bat suit yeah, type dumb. bullshit. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, Batman had multiple suits, so you tell me that he just has the you know, so yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that, but yeah, that looks more like Batman. You know, but still, I'm 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 still curious enough to to try it out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still curious as well. I'll definitely go watch it um to see what it's like for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to use this to also to talk about DC fandom, which is supposed to be this big event this weekend that I really don't care about, but is it just me or does anyone else miss when it was a comic con that everything yes. happened and you had to look at yeah. comic con and figure out the news and watch. Like I miss the event, every company that like Netflix has their own little mini event, all these places that shouldn't are. And I know from a branding standpoint, it's good, but it makes geekdom lesser because Geekdom used to be a thing that we all got together to celebrate a few times a year. You had your, your toy fair early on in February, then you had Comic-Con in the summer, and then you had the a New York Comic-Con in October. Every couple months was this big geek culture event. This shit doesn't go away. Between constant press releases from Nintendo Treehouses, which, you know, is a little different, but still, comics and Comic-Con brought in video games, or you have DC Fandom or Netflix trying to talk about their streaming shows, a lot of this gets lost in the hubbub. And I really wish they would stop and come back together and do one big, massive event. And I know this is going to be weird to say, but we, the fans, are smart enough to know how to pay attention, Hollywood. So why don't you just put out the information in a nice, convenient way and respect us enough to be able to read, not wait till this press release and wait till that press release. And comic-con
3: well, was a big deal well I, well I mean that was that was a problem with well like it, it, i agree comic-con was like yeah there was like you got you got your you got your load of nerd shit all in one like one fucking weekend it all just like all over your face all you know it, that's just how it happened mm-hmm. um but now I, I think what happened is like they started the, the other the company's like oh we're a big company we don't need a comic-con to be here we can have our own thing like you know around the same time or in a different time of year and just you know release our stuff and then another company saw them do it and then they did their own thing and was fracturing of the stuff and like they're like oh since we're gonna do our own thing we, we can get attention for our our stuff you know only on on this on this day or this weekend or whatever and they just got greedy and that was a problem as opposed to yeah. caring caring about when the information comes out in and it well, like you said a concise way like over four days of you know the comic-con they were just like fuck it we're gonna do our own event that nobody's gonna ever come to or really care about and we're gonna just release all of our stuff for this one for one part of fandom that we that we are that you know that we're part of yeah and- yeah, that's a problem
0: yeah when it was a giant dick measuring contest between everybody under one roof that's when it's a lot more fun but when everybody's got their own little separate shit it's just it's not as cool anymore
3: yeah 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 because comic-con put them all on equal ground and they didn't like that they they didn't like it at all because they once again like they you know they want their they want their dick to be the biggest dick as, as you as you put it so yeah so
1: at fandom which is a dumb name we're gonna get updates on Batman, Black Adam, Flash, Shazam, and Aquaman movies. And there's gonna be a Peacemaker
3: TV show starring John Cena. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, he okay, his character was kind of funny in that in that movie. I don't know if he deserved a whole show. Maybe a couple of like short commercials like that were kind of funny. But a whole show is like that's a that's a lot of money to put into that. So. I guess I, I, I guess when you really really hard bow to China where you can almost you know suck yourself off you got your own mm. show
2: Oof. Yeah. yeah I you know I'm not yeah, look I I did like suicide squad a lot uh, I thought peacemaker was awesome in it you know I'm not entirely sure that I want a TV show um, I think you know they're still on the on the belief that John is the flavor of the month and they wanna they want to roll with that but uh yeah, I, I this is an example I think of them doing too much. This is this is a little bit too much, you know, yeah. He was he and Idris Elba had I thought had great chemistry, you know, especially the whole no one likes to show off unless what you're showing off is dope as fuck. Like that was a great moment. Um but yeah, it's it's a little bit too much John Cena, you know, a nice reminder that hey, John Cena isn't the Rock. Let's let's cool it a little bit. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. <laughs> now
1: john cena is going to be remembered as the punk that, well i'll remember john cena as the punk that he truly was dion remember all the dumb shit he caused in wrestling that's that's the oh, john yeah. cena i will remember more harm than good was brought to the world by john cena yes and yeah this is this is after years of me singing this dude's praises about yo you might be an asshole and a terrible wrestler but you're you're good to the kids that make a wish so i respect you i uh, don't know i lost that respect for him it's not enough
3: yeah, when you when 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 you apologize to you know totalitarian country and Mandarin, it's kinda like, you know, you know, people people lose faith in you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Now
1: let's talk about something big in just a moment. Spider Man. But I'm gonna catch up with the audience briefly. So Doug Keller, thank you very much for your super chat. Jeff, have you heard about the rumor of its Pat remake? I have. I'm actually excited for this one.
3: <laughs> really? Because you hate that movie.
1: There's no remake, Nick.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: I was about to say, I was like, what the hell? But like, are
2: you a brother you, or a sister?
1: <laughs> what do you do with an It's Pat remake? The joke is all about the gender and all that stuff of the character. So what are you going to make? Like,
3: Yeah, actually, you, actually yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they that they didn't do the, the anniversary for that
1: movie like sometime soon. Nick, there has to be value in a movie to get an anniversary. Do you realize something? Now, hold on. Let me get the exact figures real quick. (laughs) I don't want to misspeak here on this show, but I want to pull this up. Yes, I can firmly say this. Do you realize that stealing solo made more money than it's Pat? (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: all right. Yeah. It's Pat. $60,822. We beat Julius Sweeney. Now, what about home
0: video sales? zero
1: equals zero kendo i'm sorry um no but it's pat i would never watch a remake of this unless it was played for the joke that the original it's pat is a terrible film that nobody likes dean domino 25 says jeff i think you mentioned hold on i was talking to you dean domino where did it go jeff i think you mentioned um watching squid game anyone on the panel seen the video where toby Maguire is edited to be coming or to be competing in it hilarious i have not yeah i have not i'll have to look that up because is it bully Maguire uh, squid games oh bully Maguire skid game is like the second choice if you yeah, have been I, I
3: did I, I did learn that like my 11 year, my 11 year old niece watched the entire series i was just like that's interesting <laughs> it is yeah because i'm like she i was like look that's a really violent show for an 11 year old apparently like she heard it through all of her friends you know because she's into tiktok and things like that so she had to watch it i'm just like okay as long as there was there was an adult there to tell her like what's going on and stuff that's fine well let's check this out for a second green
4: light red light Almost That's awesome. My son
3: has his birthday soon.
4: <laughs>
3: oh,
0: he oh got the
4: <gasps> No!
3: Oh, my God.
4: Jesus.
0: Oh. Like oh.
1: <laughs> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus!
3: Oh God. What the fuck? Oh, my God. That was amazing. They did such a good job with that. Such a good job. <laughs>
0: That is fantastic. I like oh that. Oh, my
3: God.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah. The internet is a deranged place, and I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every dude. once in a while, you stumble on a fucking gold nugget, and
0: that's what we found there, baby. That's Thank it.
1: Thank you, Domino. 25. We appreciate that. Uh, that's going into my favorites list. Uh, Doug
0: Keller says, I don't
1: need to watch women play video games badly on G4. That's why Twitch exists. Yes.
0: It uh. <laughs> well, is accurate.
1: Yeah. Now hasn't Twitch cut down on like the titillation. Don't you have to basically button up now if you're on Twitch, you can't show any TNA. Yeah, they track because they,
2: you know, they were dumping on the uh bikini thing and like oh you go you have to if you're going to wear it you got to be in uh, water and then a bunch of them started literally having pools and shit. Yeah, the, the, and the, yeah, quickly. yeah,
3: either, yeah, either either they were like in a tub or they were like in a, in a kitty pool yep. outside. I'm just like Listen, I wasn't mad at them. I was just like, you know, you know, get your money if you want to. If you want to do that, by all means, you know, you found a loophole. That's fine. I don't give a shit. That's cool. But apparently, some people got up in arms about it and didn't like it.
2: Yep, it was pretty now, fucking hilarious. So,
0: so Jeff, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still looking at the It's Pat stuff, and I would like to tell you that at the 16th Golden Raspberry Awards, yeah. um, It's Pat was th- was uh, was a multiple third place nominee. It received lots of nominations. But the film and the cast and crew lost in every category to Showgirls. So as oh. bad as it is, oh. Showgirls oh. was apparently that
3: much worse. Oh my god. Can't say you are so surprised about that. B- by the way, there's a sequel to Showgirls, just so you know. Of course uh, there is. is. Where can I see it? <laughs> <laughs> On PH. That's where you can see it. Oh good, uh, that's it belongs. Hello, <laughs> girls. Wasn't that guy that's like uh squat thrust? Squat thrust,
1: isn't that the thing he does in that movie? That weird red haired guy, he like screams in yeah. the squat thrust. Show him,
4: yeah,
1: Let's that's
2: the same movie. movie. That's, that's yeah. also the one where they're eating fries or whatever. Where are you from? When she freaks out all over.
1: <laughs> what do you that's think Elizabeth movie. Berkeley's greatest acting role was, showgirls or that episode of um. God, where she's so excited. say by the bell. Oh yeah, yeah. Say oh, by the bell. She's the bell. so
0: excited. She's so scared because she's addicted oh, to fucking caffeine pills. Yeah, it's a
2: caffeine pill.
3: God, get get addicted to something real, like you know cocaine or like heroin or like you know Ritalin or something.
2: Hey, it was say by a bell. <laughs> you don't want to do anything too crazy. Yeah, God.
1: Our chat is so conflicted. <laughs> Alexander the Great says, Showgirl had uh, oh one thing going for it. Primer agreed. New Elizabeth burn I thought you were going to say it had nothing going for it. I'm like, well, it had one thing. You yeah, I, th- I remember. I
3: remember, I remember the movie getting an NC-17 rating and everybody freaked out. And then, then like they couldn't. They could only show it in like a handful of theaters or something. It was it was, it was, it was like this urban legend thing that happened. You know, it was it was crazy. You
1: know what I think about every time I think of the movie Showgirls? You remember the show Step by Step? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah." The nerdy kid on Step by Step. I'll never forget when Showgirls came out. There was an episode where Mark's like, "I'm going to see the new movie Showgirls," and he was like trying to get his parents to buy him a ticket or something to go see Showgirls. And I'm like, "This is a wrong movie for this
0: little kid to see." <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Showgirls had a forty-five million dollar budget.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it, it had it had slightly, slightly more more money than Mother did, but you know, still the probably probably better numbers. No, nah, box office was thirty-seven point eight. <laughs> But I feel like they did have a lot of
0: video rentals. Yeah,
3: yeah. The the people who watched it told their friends like, "Yo, man, yo, show girls is you showgirls. I may want to go rent it by uh, yourself."
0: Yeah, uh, my Brandon and I rented it. We were like twelve or thirteen, so it's like, hell yeah, we're renting this movie with all these naked people in it. So then well, you got to share a boner a boner with your bro. Yeah, well, thirteen. It was nineteen ninety six, Dion. It was a simpler time, and porn was harder to get.
4: <laughs> is that yeah what really yeah, was. Ruined... yeah was.
1: is that what ruins society easy access to what? porn
0: i mean i'm sure there's some like crazy groups that would argue that that's true i would say what's ruined society need... is twitter and social media yeah i would too yeah. i can't because... stop looking at netflix by the way
1: yeah. well so i thought, I thought, existed I, thought, forever. I, thought People I thought you have always something
3: been... else there jeff and we am yeah, you know, not people've always been like
0: looking at you know porn and dirty magazines and things like that and society held together pretty well
1: <laughs> I'm sorry but alien versus predator the face off in court no one can forget watch the true story of how alien took on predator
2: oh my god that's <laughs> hilarious that's awesome the,
1: the glove doesn't fit oh god So it's finally Spider-Man time because we talked about Showgirls and got derailed for a minute, but Spider-Man is in the news. Tom Holland's Spider-Man is in the news. Not to promote, necessarily promote the movie, but talk about the end. And I've seen a lot of people get upset when they read this, but I don't think it's as scary as they're making it out to be. Now, I'm not going to ask you guys what you think of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. We've talked about it at great lengths. If you want to hear that, folks, go back and check out our myriad of episodes. We are on episode 285 tonight, so I'm sure we've talked about it once or twice. But this is what's new going on with Spider-Man. Tom Holland says No Way Home is the end of the saga. The next Spider-Man movie comes out in December, and it might just be the last one for a while, according to Tom Holland. We were all treating it as the end of a franchise, let's say, Holland tells Entertainment Weekly. If we were lucky enough to dive into these characters again, you'd be seeing a very different version. It would no longer be a homecoming trilogy, thank God. We would give it some time and try to build something different and tonally change the films. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But we're definitely treating No Way Home like it's coming to an end and it felt like it. So, what? I haven't seen Venom 2 but apparently there is a post-credit sequence that if this is the case, if this is the end of Spider-Man, it kind of ruins that one. I I was okay with Venom. I was happy with the direction they're taking it. Weird question I'm going to ask you guys. Do you think, two-parter, do you think Spider-Man's going to go away for a little bit for legal reasons? And do you think the Spider-Man universe created by Sony is actually going to be pretty good?
2: Um, I do not think it's going to go away for legal. I think I think they may be done with this high school kid iteration of Spider Man, which I'm very glad to see it go. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it, it. Marvel's still going to try to make something work. I mean, don't get me wrong; I won't be surprised if Sony tries to rein it all back in and bring them into Venom. Um, but no, I, I think that if anything you know they're they're finally gonna do because of the first venom and and let there be carnage which i also have yet to see they're gonna they're gonna try and make it more mature the way it should have been and i think you know whether that's they do work something out with sony or not i think marvel's gonna try and keep their hand in the spider-man game because again spider-man is their greatest character you know and and i think that the the the, the writing is definitely on the wall in terms of Kitty Spider-Man. It, it was, that was never going to be long-term. He was never going to be the, the, the Marvel twilight, you know, and, and if anything, we're, we'll be at a place now where we can get the Spider-Man that everyone wants to see a fucking adult. Peter Parker going out, beating ass, losing girlfriends and being cool. Not being a kid.
1: I'm with you hundred percent. I, I, I'm ready to just move on because we have we keep starting over. I get uh, the mentality of, well, we got to bring in everybody or, well, if it's too inaccessible, this or that. I'm over that, though, with Spider-Man because Spider-Man, Batman, Superman are part of the fabric of the country, the world, whatever you want to talk about. True story, my grandma could have told you Batman's origin as a 95-year-old woman. Spider-Man's just as popular all these characters are really great and it kind of sucks because while it's great that they're around Dion in our lifetime, Batman debuted on screen with Michael Keaton, got rebooted with Christian Bale is getting rebooted again. Like we've lived through three Batman reboots already. Yeah. We've lived mm-hmm. through three Spider-Man reboots in less half the time, essentially like, well, not half, okay. but you know what I mean? But a lot less time it's, It's so difficult to, like, build a character because we grew up with Batman was on TV, Batman was in the movies, and it was a long-term thing. I mean, fuck, it took over, was it 14 years that that franchise was the mainline Batman franchise and yet fell apart. But treating this as the end of the Spider-Man franchise just to start fresh over, it would bother me. Because we're never going to get those classic stories. I don't need to see his origin. I don't need to see Aunt May or Uncle Ben or all this shit again. Just got to see him move forward.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. It's, um, I, and I think whether it be the hard way or not, that definitely is the thing that is, um, you know, that, that Marvel's kind of learned the hard way. And don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, Far From Home was pretty good, you know, and obviously Homecoming was okay um you know and obviously the whole the the uproar for the the multiverse spider man you know or i guess the spider man slash dr strange film is very reassuring but you know the people aren't interested in kid spider man you know what what the 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 seasons of amazing spider man and and um the 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 animated ones where he's in high school and shit you know, those were, those were okay, but they're products of their time. And we don't want to see that as an audience. Like, that's not something that, you know, that's not something that's sustainable. You know, we do want to see Spider-Man handle some fucking mature situations and you can't have him swinging an Iron Man shadow for the next decade. You it, People just aren't going to go and see that. And I think that was something that, that was very apparent in the build to, to the to the next one coming out here that's coming out in christmas it's just you know we want to see cool spider-man if anything you know spider Man's dealing with the same shit that james bond is you know we're we're this this need for melodrama this need for let's see the characters in love and dealing with you know dealing with more of a you know sensual set of issues we don't want to see that shit i want to see cool characters do cool shit And, and, and it not be a goddamn origin story over and over and over again. And, and then obviously we'll see how this Spider-Man does commercially, but, you know, make Spider-Man cool again, you know, and Venom has been proof of that, that, you know, you don't have to have this CW-esque subplot with all your heroes. Like we don't want to see all that shit we don't that's that's not something that people are going to keep coming back to. People aren't going to keep coming back to a sequel where it's the same issue over and over. He's got a girlfriend, he's he's you know, and it, does she know that he's Spider-Man? Yes, she knows that he's Spider-Man. How is he going to reference his girlfriend who hates the Washington Monument and also be Spider-Man? Like, no. That's not interesting. I'm not going to mm-hmm. spend money over and over again to see that shit. You know, and let there be carnage. You know, fucking, you've got Woody Harrelson as Cletus Goddamn Cassidy. Even though apparently the, the the supposedly the scene in the club is weird with Venom, but it's Venom. You know, he's the good guy and he's threatening to eat people. Like that is cool. So it, I think that's definitely changed how Spider Man's going to go for the next half decade, decade for sure.
3: Uh, Nick Kendo, anything you guys want to add? Uh, um. No. Um I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm am I'm with I'm with i Dion. Like I I, th- I think we definitely want a mature Spider-Man. The fact that they've there's our third iteration of him is really fucking telling and it's horrible. Um what's the fourth iteration gonna be like? Oh god, I hope I, I I'm okay with that. Well he's already done that, but I'm I'm okay, fine Yeah, that. you're right, he you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm fine with that. it's fine. Okay. But no, like like Dean said, you know him being him being Iron Man Junior doesn't help anything, and I think that was Marvel's way of right. like solidifying him in their universe and him and them kind of marking him as theirs, which in reality like he's half Sony, but you know whatever. Um, but also with the with the lawsuits going on of like the um, estates wanting these characters back or wanting to get more money for them, I think that's telling as well because you know they've seen the money that these characters are making and they want more of it. And also what's happening in Hollywood and everything as well with um, other unions is very telling what's what's going to happen. But um, I just, yeah, I just want a more mature Spider-Man. That's really what I want. I want him to say fuck on deal with real world issues. Not real world issues, but like, you know, like adult shit. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, have, yeah, maybe he has a girlfriend, maybe he doesn't. Who cares? It's not the point. The point is he's Spider-Man. He's got to deal with his daily life and, you know, saving the city all the time. Like, I want that shit um and it 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 sucks for probably i'm so i mean maybe if we get a new newer spider-man who's older and we don't have the fucking origin story because that's one thing i do like about this current spider-man they never went through the uh, origin story in the first movie thank god they didn't do that because that would have really pissed me off um but uh, yeah the adult spider-man is good and i think if they had him if they if they were going to go with the Sony Venom, that would be fun as well. I think that would be a cool dynamic because you're building both these things like you know in different different ways. It would be it would be uh, cool to see them come together, but we're probably not going to get that. Um, yeah, man, I just I just want a better Spider-Man. I do too.
1: I don't, you know, we've had worse with uh, Andrew Garfield, and I guess we're at the end of this. I'll treat this news as it's just he'll probably come back. But hopefully this yeah. will be like Daniel Craig's James Bond. It's over. And now the exciting part <laughs> is hoping that they get a better choice. You know, hold on. Let me pull that one back. Tom Holland ain't the problem. Bad writing is the problem because the dude is a fine actor. He looks the part. You could make him do more. He's not the issue. The world they built around him. And hopefully that means, well, oh, fuck. Hold on one second. What if this whole movie is into the multiverse? What if this is just a way of saying it snaps everything out of existence and starts fresh or changes everything? Well, I mean that's to, what like know. that.
3: Well, that's that's what I've been thinking whenever they've done like the multiverse stuff. Even DC's doing it with Flashpoint Paradox. Like it's just a way for them to say, "Oh, we can't say we fucked up because then that's, that's admitting defeat." We're going to do. Is use time travel as a as as a as a as a device to tell a story and say, "Hey, we're back to you know everything being good again, right? Right? You're gonna give us your money, right? And I think it's a shitty way of, of doing things."
1: <laughs> Alec Campbell says Dale Craig is the Rodney Dangerfield of Bond. No oh respect. You're damn right. <laughs> um. So I personally. Um, I'll see Spider-Man. I'm not dying to see it. I'm not super excited. But I'm also, I'm more interested in Spider-Man than, say, the, ne- the next Batman or the next um, other superhero franchise. Because oh, it's you something kind of different. You mean the Eternals, which is going to, you know, just blow Spider-Man out of the water? Hold on. Let me look up if people are even talking <laughs> about the Eternals. When does that come out? Next month, right? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you don't know <laughs> says it all right there. I have good news. I could get tickets for The Eternals right now.
2: Oh, shit. Better get (laughs) on that.
1: They might sell out. Let's see what the 6 p.m. I'm just going to look for the hell of it. I'm not even going to bring it up on the show. This will be something I do in the background. But, yeah, Nick, I'm glad you brought up The Eternals. Uh, So is Marvel. Hopefully, folks. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Of this giant theater... 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 like 25 seats are sold out of this giant theater cool that's mm. that's more than black widow I'm sure oh god so the real question is does the eternals make 1 billion or 12 billion
2: dollars at the box office <laughs> uh 27 billion
1: 27 billion that's your over under number
2: Oh my yeah, God. I mean, who can't fucking it's the goddamn Eternals, dude, with Angelina Jolie, bro? Like, and the dude who kind of looks like Sebastian Stan. What more do you want?
3: A lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that guy could play James Bond, maybe.
3: And um, and, 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 don't, and don't forget Summer Hayek, bro. Look, listen, I Summer Hayek mean, is an open
1: and a half, but has she sold a movie mm-hmm. ticket in 20 years? <laughs>
0: I don't <laughs> know, but I will never forget Selma
1: I Oh, nor will I. I just feel like this movie's got the one-two punch of shitty superheroes and actors that people like but don't care enough about to go spend forty dollars on.
3: Yeah, like like this, like this whole movie is diverse as hell, but like nobody gives a shit. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the oh, number man. one I mean point, there's, there's right?
2: always the chance for it to somehow end up being like Guardians but about it I did it doesn't have a feel to it though it really doesn't it takes itself too seriously and that's the Yes. World. Yes. Absolutely 100% agree with that.
1: All the fun from Guardians not to sound redundant comes from the fun. I you know how I am about certain superhero properties. I got to wait and see sometimes if they can melt a guy like me for guardians of the galaxy, then that's going to work for everybody. Cause I'm going a movie with a talking raccoon. I'm going to go see it. Cause I like the Avengers, but I don't give a shit about this one. And I walked out going, fuck, I really liked that movie.
3: Yeah. And so, then, and then and then, part, and then part two comes out and it's even better than part one, you're just like, Holy shit. This is really good. Yep. Guardians mm-hmm.
1: two. I will go on record of all the MCU films. Is the most emotional. Never cried in a Marvel movie because they're Marvel movies, but all the Yondu shit is like next level. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how did that come out of a James Gunn movie? First off, because it's James Gunn, and secondly, the writing or whatever they did to make you care about Yondu so much, and then Stallone's fucking appearance when he gives the they do the fireworks in space, that was good. That that is why these other Avengers movies made so much money because they set you up and then they give you the Avengers. Like there was a period of time where those movies, you just, they were like second base hits every time, or maybe an in the park Mm -hmm. home run. You didn't have a grand slam every game, but every time they hit and they made it on base. Uh, um, with uh, now Spider-Man, Dion, are you going to get that Spider-Man game? The new miles Morales one for your PS4?
2: Uh, probably not. Um, I mean, I'm at least, I'm probably going to play through 2018 again before I get the Miles Morales. One. I mean, eventually when I get a PS5, maybe. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it for PS4.
1: I don't know if I'm ever going to get a play. Well, one day I'll probably get a PlayStation. But I just, there's something about the games on that system right now, man. I can just, I can live without it. It's so it.
2: boring. You don't have, there's nothing fun on PS5 right now, which I get. They're trying to get them off, out the door right now. You know, I, I understand that. But yeah, like we gotta have. Well, but then again, there were the swings and the misses, right? So the fucking Avengers game was a huge swing and a miss. And even though apparently Ooh. the game is better, you know, nobody gives a shit enough to buy it for PlayStation Five, you know. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, even me, I'm waiting for the, you know, whenever they have a bundle with a with a themed PlayStation, that's when I'm probably gonna get it. I'm not gonna get the standard edition right now. I'm not a fucking joke, you know what I'm saying? So, so we'll see, man. Hopefully that the the catalog gets way better and we get something worth it. I mean, apparently the miles morales one looks cool on PS five, but it's just, it's just not enough. Like I have 2018. I'll wait to get it to play the the quote unquote sequel. I'm just not interested in God. Damn it. Give us some cool split screen shit. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I will play Spider-Man two whenever it comes out. But I said this and you can hold me to it, dude. And you can go back and listen to the old episodes of the show. Two years ago, when I first played that game, I called it that the sequel would feature Venom, and I'm still going to stand by this. I'm I'm, I'll go on record and say Peter Parker dies in that game. He gets consumed by the symbiote. Miles Morales has to kill him, and then Miles Morales is the new Spider-Man in the Sony world on PlayStation. Five dollars. That's my guess right there.
2: (laughs) I'll 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 take you on that, buddy. I'm you know I'm I'm interested to see if that does. Play out because, especially with you know, and you that was that was my issue with Into the Spider Verse was, you know, they fucking killed Peter Parker, and it just really pissed me off. This need to try and kill, you know, whatever original shit we have for for whatever the flavor of the month is and all that. um But yeah, I you know, I I I am interested to see if that's where they go with this because I I, I but, don't
3: huh? But Dion Miles Morales is wearing Jordans and he's Spider Man, isn't he awesome? And he's down, bro. Yeah, he's, he's super
2: neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, yeah, I'm just, uh yeah, I'm not buying into the whole, look, it's Miles Morales. He's just as good, is he? Because he kept the same name, bro. Now.
1: Earlier, actually last week, Marvel canceled Spider-Man and Miss Marvel series. And I just love how this article from Inside the Magic tries to suck everything Disney dick-wise. Because it says, in the Marvel Universe, the iconic characters of Miles Morales and Miss Marvel are beloved by almost every Marvel fan for their heroic adventures. <laughs> no, <Nova>. fuck? <laughs> listen, who wrote this thing? <laughs> Alex Liu. All right, Alex. Let's see who you are real quick. Because we're all Marvel fans here. We're probably older than you. So we remember an era before... Is it he- Alex Lou, the one that
2: wrote about how uh, Sammy ones suck? Because is this... What website is this?
1: Uh, this is from Inside the Magic.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, he- So this, I think that was on... Uh, not Screen Rant, but the other shitty one.
3: But Box yeah, he, he, yeah. here's the thing. If people loved them so much, they would have bought the comics and bought all the stuff from the characters, and you wouldn't have this problem right now. Yeah. In you fact, it yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. underperforms.
3: Yeah, in fact, they they'd have record numbers and people love them so much.
1: Yeah, the book, The Champions got canceled after the 10th issue. Now, The Champions, we've always joked, it's like mini SJW Avengers. It's, oh, Miss Marvel, such a great character, right? Nobody gives a shit. This Broke Dick Spider-Man, this Broke Dick Iron Man, this Broke Dick Vision, this Broke Dick, well, Nova. They're all Broke Dick superheroes. And I know this is mean, but I'm glad this book is done. It's shit like this that hurts the comic book industry. These constant stops and starts. Oh, guys, it's great to have a number one. No, it's not. You put out 10 issues and you cancel the book and restart it. You will never build an audience that will dedicate themselves to what you do. If every fucking year of my life, Spider-Man got restarted, I'd have never gotten invested in the character. There's a reason why Dion and I, and Kendo do agree because he collects comics too, but there's a reason why we've gone back and picked up backlogs of characters because they're yes. great epics. Dion, yep. Spawn is one of your favorite characters. Spawn is yes. still produced by McFarlane, or Image, mm-hmm. and it's still, it's still um, an achievement. It's just as good looking as any other mainline book. It is a mainline book, but it's owned by a guy. And Todd McFarlane yep. has kept the Spawn continuity rolling. What are they on, issue 310 or 320? Like, they just mm-hmm. had a, a... And I respect that. That is the model that still works. And I know Spawn is, n- is not going to sell as well as some of these Marvel books, but to the people that want to bring that up, Spawn was never a Marvel character. He's independent, and that's a it's an achievement. Exactly. These characters just don't matter anymore. And for those out there that were, Spawn's not that great. Spawn's black, created by a white guy from Canada. It's diverse by accident, and no one gave a shit in the '90s because it wasn't a big deal.
0: No, <laughs> well, it was cool. That's all that mattered.
3: Yeah, dude. I remember. I remember the the really like adult cartoon they had on like I think HBO or Showtime. That was really awesome. Yeah. It was fucking great, dude.
2: I just rewatched that not too long ago again. And, and, and to, to Jeff's point, you know, that's how you know something's not built to last. Because again, it's, it's it goes back to that hey, fellow kids mentality. You know, and, and again, to, to the fake world that's on Twitter, they mm-hmm. don't give a shit about this. They're doing this because they think you're going to buy more comics. Marvel isn't trying to make a statement. To, we're gonna prove that these type of stories sell Da if that were true they would have stuck it out but the minute that it wasn't selling and the minute that it starts costing more than it's returning they're going to cancel it so this 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 fucking twitter praise that that people want and it's the same thing is going to happen with with bisexual superboy again no one's saying that the the fact that these characters are different creeds, colors, orientations are the problem. The problem is the disingenuous nature of which they're created. No one fucking is going to buy Miss Marvel as a legitimate character because she's not being. Celebrated because of the writing in the in the in the character development that we're watching over the span of a few issues. It's them saying, "Hey, that's a hot topic right now. Girls leading superhero teams are being pushed as as as, as leading characters. We're gonna do that, and they're gonna they're gonna give us their money." And if and if I'm wrong, they wouldn't have canceled the fucking issues. If I'm wrong, Miles Morales and and whatever the fuck they were calling themselves, the young new let's kick ass Avengers would still be getting prints. They wouldn't be getting canceled after 10 fucking issues. And the same thing is going to happen to fucking Superboy. You doing this because it's the fucking flavor of the month based on the idea that some of these people who don't fucking buy or read comic books are going to wander in from the fucking wilderness and start buying Superboy like gangbusters is not going to happen. Mm -hmm. It isn't going to happen. Randomly changing things thank you champions randomly changing things for the sake of trying to sell issues or sell figures or sell video games. That's what they did with fucking the Avengers. We were talking about PS5 not having um, a good catalog. You murdered a a possible game franchise because you wanted to push fucking Miss Marvel when nobody fucking cares about that enough to spend $60 Hmm. and more DLC money on a character that they don't fucking care about. And 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 Twitter gets so enamored with this shit, they forget. Listen, it's about numbers, baby. You might not like that. You and your cousin and the other chick who got a haircut down by the school may not like how that sounds, but they're not gonna they're not doing this out of the goodness of their fucking heart. They got they got bills to pay, they want to sell comics, they want to sell figures, they want to sell games. And if you don't buy it, you don't get to complain. And kind of fans, we've seen this shit over and over and over again, making changes to try and boost sales. These type of changes don't fucking work. It didn't no. fucking work for Marvel vs. Ka- uh, um, not Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, Avengers? Ultimate Alliance 3. It didn't fucking work for for um, the Avengers game that came out. It didn't work for these new fucking lines of Miss Marvel and Miles Morales. It's not going to work for fucking Superboy. It's You're not going to break the code. It's not going to happen. Twitter doesn't fucking buy this shit.
3: Yeah, you're right, Alec. Pandering bleeds profit. And yeah, I mean, look, yeah, yeah, look, look, look what happened with the the Shira cartoon. It was given, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix gave it two seasons, two seasons, and they canceled it. And then once it was canceled, the people who didn't watch it, who praised it, didn't, again, we're wanting to fucking make, it, make a, a damn uh, petition to keep it on. It's like, how about you buy a subscription to Netflix and just leave it on the background for 12 fucking hours a day? That'll send the message that you want to watch it. Because look look what happens with Squid Game. It was their most highest watched um, watched show ever. It was like 100 million watches or whatever. It was ridiculous. That's how you, you put up those kind of fucking numbers. You're going to get their attention. They're going to make more shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. You don't, mm-hmm. just, you, you don't just be like, yes, yes, you, you did a good job. That's awesome. And then fucking forget about it. No, you put your time and your money into it and you tell them what you like and you scream to the, you know, to the fucking rooftops and they'll make more of it. That's how that fucking works.
2: I hell yeah. yeah. And you, try I mean, and, and, and again, it's just this weird need, you know, and, and, but, you know, and of course these people aren't going to fucking listen, you know, because they're always, you know they're always you know championing shit and then disappearing into the fog when it comes to putting their fucking money where their mouth is but you know this it's not going to fucking happen with Miss Marvel. It doesn't matter how many fucking versions you have. It doesn't matter. We saw this fucking 5 years ago with Civil War 2. We're going to rehash an old storyline but we're going to take out Cap and put in Captain Marvel and people are going to love it and buy it up and it didn't fucking work. No. Dion, I don't I
1: know you don't have game pass. But this Avengers game is now free. I got the update on the Xbox where it goes, you can now get Marvel's biggest game. Folks, I Mm -hmm. wish people would understand something. The box office is great for these Avengers movies. There's no doubt about that at all. But continuously, Disney, all their properties, they keep fucking up in the video game department massively. And video games are the, I won't call them the future of entertainment. There's just a present, but more and more people game a good video game is more important to your brand than people realize it can make or break the image of how people see you look at Tony Khan. I don't give a shit how good or bad he's booking AEW. The fact that he understands that a video game will make them legitimate and that they will put the money into it makes me happy because gaming is the fantasy version, is the version of watching the movie yes. that they can't replicate at the theater. It's playing the character. Oh my God, I get to be Iron Man in a video game? I get to be Darth Vader? You get to be these characters. And so as you sell us bigger budget, more realistic games with Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, Cap, all of this great shit, and, you know, fairly good looking resolution, you give us this. It's the ultimate honey dick. It's the bait and switch. And the Avengers game is not successful. They have another Guardians game coming out. I stand by this. It won't be successful either. This Square Enix Marvel relationship is dog shit. All of these games that are coming out, just it's so weird because I know I sound like the old man, but when we grew up, all of the Marvel games had some kind of value to them, good or bad. Like If you played that terrible Avengers game at the arcade, it was fun. You had like the white vision yeah. and you guys were on little motorcycles and shit in the, in, in the sky. It was a fun game. These Marvel games are all a bunch of cutscenes and item collecting. And all they wanted to do is stroke you for DLC in this fucking game too. Get the new costume. Yep. Get this. Get that. Dude, no thank you. I won't play this game for fucking free. And that, I think that's telling when you give me your biggest thing
2: ever and I still don't want it for free. Well, and the, yeah. the other thing too is if you believe in something so much, you don't try to honey dick your audience. When it first came out, and for them to purposefully hide the fact that you play as Miss Marvel for the vast majority of the beginning of the game, and then they had to patch it retroactively to take that out. That should have told you all you need to know. And everyone on Twitter can bitch at me about that as much as they fucking want. But if you truly believe that she's this great fucking character, you don't have to lie to people to get them to play her. You know that that's not that's not me making shit up. That's a real thing. If You don't have to hoodwink your audience if you truly believe in something. Snake oil salesmen do that shit. You know, yeah. and, and, and it's just this constant, this constant push for, oh, well, you know, we're going to prove it. It's a numbers game, son. That's it. If they, people like it, they will buy it. And you trying to be like, we know what you want. Just trust us. This is the future. I don't give a shit about the future. Give me something good right now. We're not selling, this ain't fucking war bonds. You make something good, I'm going to buy it. It's as simple as that. And you can try and shield the property from any criticism by talking about, you know, toxic fan bases and misogyny and racism and all that shit. Even in a pretend world where that's true, they're still not fucking buying it. Mm -mm. Shareholders aren't going to give a shit how right you are about the fan base. They're going to say, why is this not making money? Plain and simple.
1: Yeah, marketing people stop trying to be cool and hip. Just make us stuff we want.
2: Yes, it's not rocket science. You know, stop trying to, you know, be the moral authority and focusing on, you know, look this is going to look good on a billboard and people are going to talk good about us because we did this thing. Yo, make it good, and then the rest of that shit falls into place.
1: I want to play um, an X Men game, but the X. I Look, I understand. I don't understand, or I don't know the numbers. We're not looking at all the sheets, but you see, very publicly, there's just less interest in some of the Marvel stuff coming out. If the X-Men are done right, this could be the shot in the arm, and we'd finally be rid of a lot of these B-list characters because Marvel only has you know access to whatever. Now they bought more, but we all a lot of the MCU characters have always been B-listers, including Thor. Everyone loves Chris, Chris Hemsworth's Thor. But we, like we comic book fans and longtime fans of the shows and stuff, we can acknowledge or we remember when these characters weren't that big of a deal. And there's yep. there's a little bit of excitement left. It's like when the X Men show up, if done right, Rogue, Storm, Jubilee, cool chicks. Jean Grey, not so much. But then you got Wolverine, Cyclops, Gambit, and the rest. You all those are A listers compared to Captain Marvel, Squirrel Girl, Miles Morales. Because you have to put the Spider-Man moniker on that dude to make him notable, but whatever.
3: Um, we'll I we'll see. I was, was kind of, I was kind of hoping for the cute AT and T girl to play Squirrel Girl in a movie. I was waiting for that to happen, but that ain't gonna happen, I guess. Yeah, well, she did the voice.
1: Yeah, so. but
3: you know, I want to see her change out of the outfit and you know do a do a lot of you know stretching and things like that. You know, the, the important things. I'm a fan <laughs> of hers. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of. Uh,
1: these to talk about. So I'm going to put this on screen. Here's a ball bag. And let's get caught up with the audience. <laughs> oh, next, Will said, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks says The Force Ball Bags. The Last Ball Bags. The Rise of Ball Bags. Rogue Ball Bags. Solo, a Ball Bag Story. Non-Star Wars titles. Ball Bags 2016. Superman Red Ball Bags.
0: I think we Would need to have, have our own world-class bag? bullshitters ball bag. <laughs>
3: We sell it. What you need are those drawstring backpacks. That just, just say WCBS official ball bag on them. That's all you need. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those like, they're like those little bags with, yeah, we should get, yeah, that should be the official WCBS ball bag.
1: We can get some ball bags made. I almost said ball bags, never mind, uh, made for stealing solo. <laughs> <laughs> that would
0: have been I mean, fun, are right? People are going to put, people going to put balls in them? We don't know. Are they going to put their balls in them? We don't know. But you can you if you know. want to because it is a ball bag.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they're made. Academy Award winner Tyler Perry, thank you. I won an Oscar, Dion,
0: and I'm going to win it again.
2: You ain't going to win shit.
0: <laughs> so what happens? Okay, so Dion, what, what's going to happen first? Tyler Perry wins another Academy Award or uh, yeah. Avatar 2 comes out. <laughs>
3: Ooh. Ooh. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry 100 percent Oh, I ooh.
2: You, you've hit me with a conundrum, sir. Let me <laughs> let me meditate on this while I pour my uh my bourbon and think of way <laughs> out of this shit. Good luck,
1: you're gonna need it. After that, we have our friend TLJ Screwjob says, Remember when Jeff typed something into Google and an auto-filled in white girl noise? Why? I mean, I get Jesse's white. <laughs> I mean, white girl noises are a thing. Dion, you've experienced them, correct?
2: I have, and it has gotten me in trouble many a time.
1: It's gotten me out of trouble
2: many times. <laughs> it has also got me out of it. Yeah.
1: Uh, the James Baker, thank you very much, says The Nutty Ball Bag. Great stream, guys. We're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, we are. All the Ball Bags Men. Mm-hmm. That's another title. Don't all the president's ball bags. There we go. That sounds like a <laughs> go. Primer, thank you very much. Bezos interrupting Shatner by spraying champagne was so irritating. It reminds me of Kanye West cutting Taylor Swift off during her speech
0: at the VMAs. Yeah, but that was just Kanye
2: doing like a preemptive strike because who hasn't wanted Taylor Swift to be cut off in the last decade?
4: That's yeah, true.
2: but still, I, I ain't never going to fucking forgive Taylor Lautner if I'm up there with my girl and some... Drunk motherfucker out of the crowd goes to seal her thunder. It's 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 weapons free at that point. Oh oh shit! <laughs> I'm throwing I'm throwing punches right away. Like yo, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy for you. But blah, blah, blah. and then boom, that's it. Taylor Lautner taking out taking, black
3: a, taking black like, I
0: don't the know, stage. man. I don't that would kind require of... Taylor Lautner to be tough, and he's clearly not.
2: Yeah, and, and Look, yeah, he, and, he, that, he's doing all that, that bow staff bullshit. He sh- that was your moment, son. He would have went down in history as one of the coolest dudes, Even if he got beat up by. By Kanye's boys, everyone be like, you know what? That that someone stepped up to his girl during his girl's moment, and he opened a can of whoop ass. I've been like, you know what, Taylor? I'll watch your movies from now on. But he didn't. He stood back there like a little punk, and I judge you for it, sir. I judge you.
1: <laughs> As you should. And what's he doing today? Nothing. Absolutely fucking movies. nothing. Ooh, ooh. I'm so glad I missed Twilight and everything else he made. Now, our friend oh, SH really Rebels really eight, our friend SH Rebels says, Dion, are you ready for our
3: Halloween oh, stream of I'm Terminator bad, Dark man. Ball Bag?
1: Mm. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Negative
2: Folks, join us, You
1: go pee, Dion. Folks, join us Saturday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our first drunk watch party of the season. We're going to start this season up right with Halloween Kills. You can watch it on Peacock. If you have it, or you can do what we always do, or you can do what we always do, just get shit faced and drink and hang out with us. It's the weekend, it's Saturday, it's been a minute. We're ready. My liver spoiler is spoiler alert.
0: Luke what? dies.
1: God ah, damn it. <laughs> Fucking- so Kendo, when James Bond bit the big one last week, I was so tempted to pull a last Jedi and do the Luke Dies thing like we did in the Hofbrauhaus. house.
3: Oh shit. That would have been entertaining. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Oh, oh god! Damn I, I should have
3: drove to LA. I yeah. I, I I watched James Bond this last weekend, and I was I was disappointed. Like I was like, God damn, this is fucking horrible. And like it was long too, man. It was two hours and forty five minutes. I was like, What the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah, no time to ball
3: bag. <laughs> no shit. It's empty. Oh, man. I mean, and and like, and I was I, I was very sad when when Felix Leiter did die. I I was like, Man, this has been his his, his this has been his like most. This, is, this has been his like truest and best relationship throughout the whole movies is, is like him talking to Felix and but when they showed them the last time playing the game and like their interaction I was like they really feel like friends like they're read as friends on the screen I was like this is like they're th- that's how good actors they are I was like you know they, they got that point across I was like man that was that was like their scenes were the best Um, also his I... scene with that little with also, also scene with the girl in Cuba she was fucking hot man oh my god oh yeah she was the Jeez. oh god, Anna De Armas, What a hot Bond girl, Whew. dude. Oh my, yeah. And and I, I, I'm glad she lived. Um I hope they used her again because I was just like, dude, please use her again. She she did it, man. She was awesome. She kicked ass and she was really fucking hot. Oh yeah, I'm looking her up now. I didn't realize she's older than I am.
0: Cool.
1: Oh, she's dating Ben Affleck.
0: Okay, good for Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, wait, I thought, I thought. Jennifer Lopez was dating Ben Affleck, and that was back. Oh Oh,
1: what re- what went wrong between Ben Affleck and his ex Anna De Armas? There you uh, go. Okay.
2: I mean, J yeah, great girl in the new James Bond movie. It made me so mad. Do I know? She was. They wasted her character in, in No Time to Die. Fucking I, I bullshit. I agree.
3: I agree. I agree. They also um, wasted uh, Remy Malek as well. I'm just like, oh, oh my god,
2: it. you weren't lying about that, man. That was that pissed me off. That's fucking crazy. See, dude,
1: and he had no personal connection to James Bond. That pissed me nothing, off so much. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. And people say, and people go, Jeff, it's the bad guy. He doesn't need a personal connection. You do when you tell this type of story, and also yes. by personal connection. You know what example I always use? Goldfinger. Because do you remember the personal vendetta Goldfinger had against Bond after Bond fucked with him and made him lose the card game?
3: Yeah, yeah. it would, dude. He yeah, he, 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 he keep wanting to, you keep wanting to beat the shit out of him or kill him or whatever, man, the whole time.
1: And that gave you a reason. That that was the reason why Bond and Goldfinger had the little tiff, and then he keeps playing the game. He's like, you know, Mister Bond, I know our our meeting is not coincidental. I hope this is our last, and all this shit. Like, there was a tension that built. Even though Goldfinger was a fat piece of shit who got sucked out the window, he did more than, uh, Randy Malick's character. His just there was nothing to do between yeah. those guys. If Bond, how many James Bond movies end nearly end with the bad guy going, "You can leave." and would let him leave if James Bond walked out. What the fuck kind of premise is that? There's no tension.
3: Yeah, but well, yeah, well and you you mentioned you mentioned um, Goldfinger, he nearly gets his fucking nuts lasered off and he and he yeah. mentions Operation Grand Slam and he's like, "Oh, I know more than I should." And so do my my buddies at the CA and everybody else, and he has to like, you know, take him around and make sure he keeps his mouth shut. You know. And also, and also one of the best names for a uh, Bond girl, Pussy Galore. Like that's a yes. that's a fucking name right there. <laughs> I must be dreaming.
2: Pussy Galore thank you i must be dreaming
1: so guys i don't know if you watched our bond countdown video but did you guys oh you did so then you saw the part about goldfinger right with the james bond trading cards yep Mm -hmm. Dion, i'm gonna read this pilot yeah i'm gonna read this for you guys let me just pull up this picture real quick um let's get some other pussy galore on the
3: screen hold on Uh...
1: Pussy Galore. I wonder if I'm actually gonna get this. If I'm actually gonna get... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah be porn. careful
3: what, what you put on the screen.
1: <laughs> okay, I actually do get her. Cool.
3: Okay, alright. Um, that's good.
1: There's also an album called Pussy Galore. I can't show that. Mm.
0: Okay. Probably also a Pornhub video called
2: Pussy Galore, too. Probably a whole series.
1: Yeah.
2: It's There was like a decently
1: acted Pussy Galore porn series. I think I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think of Pussy Galore, you think of many things, but I find it interesting that, let's take a trip back in time, folks. If you were a fan of James Bond as a child in the 60s, this is how James Bond was sold to you. James Bond, Secret Agent 007, one good turn deserves another. When James Bond first met Goldfinger's woman pilot, he thought of her as just another woman and a criminal at that. As she showed Bond around Goldfinger's extensive Kentucky horse farm, they wandered into a barn, and the woman pilot thought Bond was after information. Agent 007 discovered a new side to her character as she used judo on him with surprising, to Bond, results. But the handsome Bond was no stranger to unarmed combat himself, and he soon showed Goldfinger's pilot a trick or two of his own by providing that he was a superior in judo, and that he could not be taken by surprise. Bond gained her respect. And this is the reason why I love to read this part. Sean Connery as James Bond, Honor Blackman is Goldfinger's pilot in Goldfinger. Like, for a generation, you weren't allowed to say pussy galore. And that makes me laugh. Uh, uh,
0: uh. <laughs> it was a different time, Jeff. You couldn't say pussy
1: dude the way sean connery says pussy every time cracks me up too for yep sure. yeah for
3: he, sure. says it, he says it very slowly i'm just like what what happened are you having a problem there james that motherfucker is
1: having
2: the time of his life god 100 rolling around in the hay with a gorgeous caucasian woman i get it i get it where would you
1: rank her in terms of uh bond girls and hotness Ooh. she
2: she's she's top 10. i don't know she's if i would say i wouldn't say top five but she's i'd say she's top 10.
3: yeah i yeah i'm i'm, I'm with you there definitely top 10. yeah it's, the, it's, it's
2: it's it's you know she's not particularly like the voice for me like she she's she she just sounds like you know homegirl will smoke a cigar with you
1: <laughs> Pussy galore was a handsome woman i'll just say it like that <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's
3: a way to put it, I guess. Sure,
1: why not? I mean, there's nothing wrong with her. i have not knocked her at all. I just I'm glad James Bond moved on to Thunderball and Domino very quickly. Yes, I'll say. Now, uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about Bond? I know I talked about it, obviously last week. We reviewed it on the show, but did you enjoy it, Dion? On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it?
2: I mean, honestly, I'd give it. I'd give it a seven. I did like it a lot. I did. I, it's a solid seven. Um, you know, it. the The, the problem again is same with Spider Man. This this melodramatic undertone to it. Not not only that, but you know, his woman's a shitty person. Like that. That's the thing that drives me crazy. We were talking about it on the way home after we watched the movie. Like, I get what the plan was. But if you expect me to like her, I don't. She's a shit. Yeah, she went through some shit and randomly Rami is in love with her or something. But she lies to him the whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, you could kind of try to say you understand why, but not really. But she literally, he sees her again. She goes, I'm going home. And he goes there. And she fucking lies to him again. And it's like, I get why. Like, he wasn't an asshole for ditching you for five years. Because she's a shitty person. You're the subject of many an episode of Maury. She is not <laughs> Melanie belongs to the streets. That's why yes, she's a shitty God. person. You know, and I get it. The kid is cute, but seriously, that's that's you know, don't get me wrong. Fucking and then you waste Blofeld again. God damn, he was so awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, 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 the motherfucker m- steals the scene that he's in. He goes, I got you to lead the love of your life. And she didn't even do anything. I was like, "Oh, fucking kick his ass!" But then, but then again, he does see her, and she fucking lies again. I'm like, "She's a shitty, she's a shitty girlfriend. She belongs to the streets." James, you dodged a the bullet,
3: <laughs> But also, like that, that's one thing. That's one thing I hated as well. Is like they killed Christoph Waltz Blofeld. Like you, you, this man is made for a Bond, and you fucking kill yes. him. Like how yes. god damn it, I love Christoph Waltz. He's so fucking talented. And you kill him, you could at least bring him back in the next one. You bring back another Bond into the into the mix. Like, just bring him back. It's fine. No, had to kill him. Fuck you. God damn it. Such wasted waste of I talent. Like even even, even Remy Malik, I'm just like, he's a good actor. And you gave him shitty direction and you give him this pseudo Dr. No figure to kind of be in, you know, in the in, in the new movie. I'm just like because he reads like Dr. No all the way through. It's mm-hmm. fucking weird. It's fucking weird, man he does I was, I, was not, I was not a fan of it even 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 the beginning scene like after the, after the after you know the, the the gun barrel's done it's like that's supposed to be a scene for bond to set up the whole movie but instead we're going back to his girl his girlfriend's past for for 10 for 15 fucking minutes for no reason it's like that's not how this is done that's not how you do this but 24 movies that, that that do this a certain way and you're fucking up i just don't want to hear
1: james bond talk about love it's
3: kind of weird to me if <laughs> no, he no. I mean, unless unless he's getting married to the bitch,
2: don't 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 let him don't have him mention it. It's fine. Yeah, and well, my his whole dumbass thing is like, going to kill himself. He can talk about it, but talk about it as if you are a fucking government trained assassin and you've seen some shit. Don't talk about it like a fucking college freshman after his first fucking girlfriend. Like that's just. You know, and and I fucking love Daniel Craig as James Bond, but he's so mellow, dramatic, the whole... And then this one, even though there's some cool action sequences like you had said last week, it's just so... Uh, it's a fucking... It's like watching a CW movie. <laughs> and not...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, and not a good one, and then I went, wait, there's never been such thing as a good CW movie, <laughs> Exactly, anything.
3: exactly.
1: Right. Like, the only thing I'll give a compliment to CW for is Supernatural, but it existed when it was still on... Uh wasn't WB, it? The yeah. yeah, the WB. I like that show. I'll gotta bat for it. Uh we do like to read the super chats in order, but TLJ Screwjob sent a great one. Aha, top three Bond
2: girls. Go. Uh, since we're on the topic ooh. of bond.
3: God, man.
2: I gotta go with Domino. Um mm. uh Audrey or Ursula and Dr. No. And then ooh, number three. Um Uh, fan K Jensen,
1: Zenya mm. on a top, great choice. Yeah,
3: she's in my list. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yep. I'll. Who's uh, who's who,
3: who, who, who's 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 the other girl in uh Golden Eye? Oh, Natalia, yeah, Natalia, yeah, yeah was, I, I, I want, I want yeah, I want, I want both of them.
1: Ooh, that, yeah, that one will kill you and one will marry you, so. <laughs>
3: It's <laughs> a good balance. It's true. Yeah, man. You know, you gotta you gotta have your yeah, you gotta have yours. I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too. You know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Mm, cake. I could go for some cake.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna go
1: with Domino, Fiona Volpe, and um Venya on a top. But if I to try to vary it up a little, I'll i I'll pick a different list. I'll go Vesper, because obviously boobs. Oh, uh, who else is hot? I like Terry Hatcher, but I'll even go with the chick from Casino Royale, Katarina Monroe, or whatever her name was. They're just her and Vesper have many things in common, and that movie cast that well. So I like those Bond girls. Oh shit, hold on. Plenty O'Toole tool. I'll throw that one out. Yeah, but. yeah, I was gonna say Plenty O'Toole Tool, man. Yeah, Plenty O'Toole Tool, yeah. Yeah, plenty yeah, tool a... was pretty it was pretty good hot too.
3: Ah
1: mm. uh, yeah. She's one of my favorites. I wonder why. Uh,
2: Dion, do you know why I like Plenty O'Toole? 100%, yeah. my man.
1: If yeah, she was named after her father, according to James yeah. Bond. <laughs> 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 uh, there she is. Plenty of Tool from my le- one of
3: my least favorite Bond movies, Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs>
1: They're not for me.
3: There she is. Which which they basically copied that plot a little bit uh, for for Night of the Day a little bit space laser powered by <laughs> diamonds how many times can you do it and be original well okay all right here's the thing this is this is it was done by Blofeld here it was done by fucking north korea in the other movie there's a difference you know that actually
1: you could write a joke about that and it makes me like it because 40 years ago this crazy douchebag tried it so north korea tries it in the early 2000s i'd buy that
2: yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> they stole the plans there you go it's that still one of the funniest goddamn things ever
3: yeah, they they didn't want to take over. They didn't want to take over the the world with it. They just wanted to fucking nuke nuke the 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 deep zone so they could get through it.
1: What a dumb premise!
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan at all.
2: It's still so goddamn ridiculous. Holy shit! So funny, so fucking funny. Very early 2000s. Oh yeah. I mean, Jane Seymour obviously too's got to get a shout out because mm. she was she she just stays fine. Yeah, I need Electric
0: King. That's I'll be happy with just that.
3: Oh, nice, very nice.
0: Yeah, I, I'm fine there. Whatever,
3: Sophie Marstow is a beautiful woman, she is.
0: lynn was good, by the way. I sent you a picture of the lady that played Waylin, Michelle. Yo, the name of her husband that she was married to for a few years. Go ahead and read that. That's an
3: epic name. <laughs> that guy wins. Let me get a picture of him real quick. Yeah. Oh man, that's one hell of a name. That is one hell of yeah. a. <laughs> he's a businessman. Oh my, he's knight. Kind of he, he has. He yeah, okay. He he. That means his name is on a card somewhere, on a business card yep. somewhere with phone number and email. He's. I a want knight. that. I want that business card. I really do. Yeah. Okay, so his name.
1: Let me get a picture of it because I want to. I can't stress enough. He's fucking knighted, sir. You guys he's knighted. ready for this. Yeah, he's a sir. Yeah. All right, let me get a picture for the audience. We're not gonna I gotta keep you waiting much longer, but this man right here on screen, he looks like you know, Ken Jong. Not really. His name is Sir Dixon Poon.
2: <laughs> I mean <Good> for
0: him. <laughs> Dixon Poon, huh? Sir, Sir Dixon Poon.
1: Sir Dixon Poon is a Hong Kong businessman in the luxury goods retailing sector. Poon is the executive chairman God of his it. Hong Kong-based enlisted company Dixon Concepts DCIL. Listen, <laughs> listen,
3: listen, listen, Jeff. You, you you refer to him as Sir Poon, okay? Sir Poon. Yeah. Sir, Sir, Poon. Poon. Sir, Sir, Sir Dixon Grabbing Poon.
1: Poon. It reminds me of uh the movie Fletch because he uses his my name is something Poon and he goes, Poon, what kind of name is that? Comanche Indian. So there oh, we go. Dixon Poon. Yeah, Maybe we'll put Can't
0: his name on t-shirt. Dixon
1: <laughs> we'll charge $1,400 for it. It's a luxury item. I have a Dixon picture I'm going to
0: see if he's on Twitter. If he's on Twitter, we have to get him on the show. <laughs> we should ask if he'll invest in us. There you go. There you go. Oh,
4: man.
1: Uh, now, while we're talking about stuff from Asia real quick, I saw this pop up today. Disney Plus unveils first major slate of 18 original... Oh. From Asia Pacific region. So this sounds like they're copying. I know they're not, but it sounds like they're copying Squid Game because the trend is to have Asian content. And I get it. It's a huge demographic you're trying to sell to the world. But I think what this sh- is going to miss is stuff like Squid Game is popular because it's like our way of life, just slightly different. I think Disney's going to go into the diversity route like they did with Mulan and produce a bunch of crap nobody watches.
3: Mhm-, Yeah, mm-hmm. probably, probably, man.
2: Okay. Um, I mean, they think they think it's gonna make them money. They're gonna definitely go in that direction. So we'll um, we'll see how how uh, how many flames bust up from when this shit crashes. But yeah, I I, I could definitely see them doing a lot of that that genre of entertainment on Disney Plus because you know, hey, it's Disney, so you know they love them some China. So,
3: but China um, does not them. on Twitter. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. They, they yeah, Dion they love China so much that they got knee pads. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: Dixon it's Poon is up. not What's on it? Twitter, he's not on Twitter, not? but the no, but the number one UK law school for research is the Dixon Poon School of Law. So <laughs> I say we quit our day jobs and we all go and enroll in the Dixon Poon School of Law. And then whenever people are like, Where'd you go to school? Dixon Poon. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, he's one of those Dixon Poon guys.
3: <laughs> I wonder. But, I wonder what the, what the, what 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 kind of frats they have there. Yeah.
1: Well, now I'm looking at it. Hold on, I want to go, <laughs> go to the Dixon Poon School of Law. Oh, I God. do too. Do you, we all graduated. I think we, we can make it.
0: Yeah, to get into law gonna... school, you just need a bachelor's degree and then you just pass like the 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 exam to get into law school. That's all you need.
1: The Dixon Poon School of Law is uh and serves as one of the nine schools of study within the college from the University of London. It's situated blah blah blah. blah. Um, it has a 20 million dollar endowment from Poon, that's when it was
0: renamed. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, so you you're saying you... that. So you're saying that Poon gave them an endowment. Oh that, man, you can write
3: you, 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 you can't write can it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's big if you Poon. Look, now I wonder how some of the notable alums feel because people like uh, let's see. Lord Dunlop and Magnus Brunner graduated from the Dixon Poon School of Law. What
4: I don't know. that
0: Dunlop guy's got all that tire money now. I don't think he cares. <laughs>
3: Probably. Oh man. That should be that should be our our our, our third comic. Dixon <laughs> Poon, I mean, yeah, Poon <laughs> School of Law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. And well, Animal House style or Van Wilder style. We, we, we all go to the Dixon Pooh
1: School of Law. We've we've joked about going back to college on this channel as like a one of our skits. That's that'll yeah. be the thing. We all enroll in the Dixon Poon School
3: of Law. And it all becomes right. like
1: goodwill hunting.
3: Yeah. Okay,
1: (laughs) so one of us is a genius or something. Yeah, you are. You're you're our Egon and woke. Okay, 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 I'll take that. Thanks. Oh, dude, uh, when I was writing it the other day, I came up with the fucking climax. Uh, Remind me to tell you off air. It borrows from something else too, and uh, okay, Ken, I I think you'll appreciate it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I always appreciate a good climax when you got dicks (laughs) and (laughs) poo. Won't we all? Yeah. Oh man!
1: Oh wait, if you look up Dixon Poon, one of his first credits is film, along with Samo, <laughs> along with Samo Hung. Poon found... Oh damn it! Come
2: on! Come on! Come on! <laughs> that, that's not. We know who Samo I... Hung is, but come on. That's, dude. That this is, is ridiculous, ridiculous now. Video. This is goddamn ridiculous. Dude, yeah, this you is when we we'll get canceled for having too action. much but fun this with.
3: Shit ain't, this shit
1: ain't on accident. Right here, Dion. Along with Sammo Hung, Poon founded DB Films.
2: (laughs) God damn it. Come on. Come on.
1: Oh, Poon was once married to Marjorie Yang, the daughter of Hong Kong textile magnate YL Yang. Uh, They have a daughter, D Poon Chi (laughs) Ying.
3: God damn it. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. D Poon. so, so So her initials are DP. Okay, great. Oh man, come on.
0: <laughs> well, technically Dixon Poon's initials are D P as well. Oh
3: jeez. He's this DP is... Dixon Poon. Oh my god. This is this is getting this is getting too, tight quarters boys. now. <laughs> it's getting too wild now. <laughs> well guys, one thing we need to
1: remember is what a generous man Dixon Poon truly is. Uh, in 2010, he donated 10 million pounds to St. Hugh's College of Oxford. And then, as we talked about earlier, he donated 20 million pounds to the King's College London, which then changed the school to the Dixon Poon School of Law. And in 2015, he was knighted.
0: Well, it's always a night when you have some Dixon Poon. It is <laughs> a good night.
1: Dixon Poon makes everything better.
0: Yeah. What a great night, Dixon Poon is. You, sir, are a hero. Actually, I need I should, to take back our we...
1: listener of the week. Our listener of the week is Dixon Poon.
0: <laughs> sir Dixon Poon. We hardly yeah. fuck you, whoever it
3: was. You don't count. You oh, you're you're no Sir God. Dixon Poon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dixon I feel like that we was needed, a whole un- that was a whole rabbit hole it went down for no fucking reason, but it was great. Well yeah. it's because
0: of the Bond Girls thing, so good <laughs> on you, whoever sent in the Bond Girls thing, because we got something <laughs> fantastic out of it. We got some Dixon Poon. Oh my god. That's I,
1: that's I, I got good thing. news. What I actually have a question for you first before the good news. What's better than Dixon Poon? Uh, Dixon Cider. That's true. He is better. But well, I don't know if it's better or worse. It's worse. So, <laughs> it's move on... Yeah, we're gonna put up a dick and some poon on screen right now. And you can tell me how ugly it is. Okay. There we go. So we have good news. That bitch Carol Baskin
0: is
3: back. Did you guys hear uh, what
2: happened?
3: Is she no? What no? What's what, 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 what's happening now? I have great news.
1: Animal activist Carol Baskin, who starred in last year's Tiger King, is back. She will executive produce and star in Discovery Plus's Carol Baskin's Cage Fight. The show will follow the CEO what? of the nonprofit Big Cat Rescue as she and her team, including husband Howard Baskin, investigate the former zoo of Tiger King Joe Exotic. The new documentary uh, captures Baskin and company searching the property. For a release from the show, or from a release from the sh- a release from the show describes it as lingering evidence of animal trafficking and abuse. It promises many shocking moments along the way. You guys excited for Carol Baskin's own TV show? No,
0: I can't Not really. really. When you talk about somebody that keeps large cats in cages and then you call the show "Cage Fight," you're making me think that there's one or two things that's either happening. You got some Michael Vick shit. Type going on, or you're like doing some like Roman gladiator type stuff. The second one would be amazing, especially if the people went in
3: unarmed. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that was that that name is a honey dick. That's what that is. It is.
1: Kendo, pick a number for us. Uh does it
0: go up to 20?
1: It goes up to as high as you want it to, sir. Okay, give me a
0: give me a deuce deuce. A deuce-deuce? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect! That's how I feel about a Carol Baskin TV show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, I liked Fast 9, but I never took them seriously. Just shut off your brain movies. Not that you guys took them seriously, but just saying. Now, TLJ Screwjob, the reason I'm so um, hard on, no pun intended, the last Fast and Furious movies, I've liked every... I've liked the other eight enough to go out and see them in theaters and even buy some of them on home video this i watched it for free on an airplane i did not like it and i buy into the family and i can joke about the fast and the furious but i'm one of the guys that has gone and seen every one of those damn movies i kind of draw the line with this one it just it's too much for me a adama thank you very much for for your super chat again. He says, Hey everyone, I hope all is well. Jeff, I got my copy of stealing solo. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Well, a Adama, thank you very much for that nice message. Uh, so nice. I had to read it twice, but thank you. Andrew Clark says easy access to porn has harmed the marriage market. What do you guys say about that?
3: I wouldn't say
2: that. I mean, I
3: mean, I, there, I, th- I, 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 think that's one of many factors, but you know, people today just suck.
0: Yeah. I would say women thinking it's okay And guys thinking it's okay to be friends with their exes and staying up all night texting him in private conversations is probably hurting the marriage market. I agree. This whole, oh, we can be friends with our exes. No, you can't. can't. You broke up for a reason. Bad things. Yeah, that always leads to problems. That's why I believe in the bad breakup. Do some shit that's going to cause him never to want to fucking talk to you again. It's the best way to move forward. So basically pull a CM Punk. Burn that bridge. Correct. No, you dynamite that fucking bridge. You don't ever... Ever want to have to try to even consider crossing it again? It
1: Kendo, broke up for it's not reason. Wednesday. We can't talk I about kinda, dynamite.
3: I kind of do that already. Oh. That's good to know. All right.
1: Yeah. yeah makes
3: sense. Nick, when you blow up bridges, you're
1: more like Gomez Adams. You know? With no, no. See, I,
3: I don't, I don't, I don't blow up bridges. I nuke bridges. It's just like never again. Like when you see me in the street, you better go to the, go to the other fucking sidewalk. Like never. Wait, again.
1: Are you like? Is are you the asylum version of Nash Bridges? Your nuke Bridges? It's
3: like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> San Francisco,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you and Cheech Marin go around fighting crime.
3: Yeah, ex- 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 except Cheech is in a in, in, in and in a fucking his head's in a fishbowl and his body's like you know Iron Man. That, that Dude, that's I how we totally watch that show. And he's fighting <laughs> Carlos Mencia.
4: It's fighting <laughs> Carlos Mencia. Carl Carl's
3: Mencia is, is 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 actually is actually claw from Inspector Gadget. He's got one he's got, <laughs> yeah. one, he's got one, one red eye, like half his brain is a computer, you know. So fuck you, no, Carlos. Sorry, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, TLG oh, screw man. job.
1: Thank you very much. I uh, says, that's what I said, Jeff. Thank God Iron Boy is over. Speaking of, I really hope they don't have Uncle Ben as a cameo at this point. I don't either. I won't feel any emotion. Because Uncle ben we is never coming
3: back as a fucking cyborg. That's what's happening.
1: Oh, can Arnold Schwarzenegger play Uncle Ben? That sure, why be not?
3: <laughs> that would be that oh, dude. That'd be funny as hell. He comes very, back from the future. Very it's <laughs> <laughs> Is Peter Parker here? Peter.
2: Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick!
0: I've been shot. Get me to the chopper. <laughs>
2: Fuck Overhead you, Harry Osborne. <laughs> Peter oh, Spiderman, god. it's bullshit.
3: <laughs> you know man. what? If they had, if they had, balls, they if they had balls, they would do that. If they had balls, they would do that. That'd be funny as hell. I wouldn't take my eyes off the screen, man. It'd be, it'd be too much.
0: I'd fucking watch that.
3: I would too. Oh my god, <laughs> make it happen, Marvel. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Uncle Ben. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He slips into like one of the one of the parallel dimensions, and it's just Mercutio, May, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the kitchen making fucking food. That's all it is. TLJ Screwjob, thank you for your super chats. I'm gonna read all three of these.
1: First off, he says also no PS4 game because Tom Holland replacement. Um wait, no, no PS4 game because Tom Holland Oh, the the, the version in the game. Is that what he, is, he, is he talking about? Because in the game, Probably. you had that really weird version of Peter Parker, and then they upgraded him for the PS5, and he looked worse. I guess the only Tom Holland you can get out of that game is the suits, which are cool to have, but I I prefer the classic. What did you play, Dion? What
2: suit? Uh, You know me, man. Scarlet and then Raimi.
1: Dude, the Raimi suit was the best Christmas gift ever.
2: It was awesome. It was awesome, man. And I shat all over not screen rant, but the other comic now or whatever that were shitting on like people just overblow. I was like, fuck you. You're just jealous because this shit was way better. And we had it earlier. Suck it. Yeah. TLJ screw job
1: says piggybacking off Deanna. I remember when Jeff debated Mahler and rags buried under the rubble scene came up. Mahler and rags didn't get it. Why you guys liked that? Peter cried. And you guys explained that he finally was realizing that famous line without it being said. I forgot about that one over on EFAP. We did debate that. Um, I have not watched Spider-Man Homecoming since before that stream. I don't know if that's a good sign of a movie. But you're right, we did talk about that. Shit, I might have to go back and listen to that stream. I'm glad you remember TLJ Screwjob. We've done so many of these shows, I don't fucking remember where I was. But I'm glad we all have a record of it. Uh, Have you guys watched Homecoming lately? Because I never need to go back and watch it again.
2: Nope. Uh, It was on last year i think i had watched it during the during the uh christmas shit that we were all doing so i mean you know it's all right you know that's pretty much the the extent that i'll do if it's on you know but i'm not gonna be i mean probably the boys will want to watch it but yeah i have not watched it i haven't seeked it out hey nick
1: not to change the topic too much, but somebody sent me a screenshot of a Collider article that says Halloween Kills extended cut with new ending is coming to Blu-ray. Have you ever heard of a movie before it comes out saying, there's another ending coming? Like, is this is this to sell
3: a Blu-ray or to say, hey, the ending sucks and we're going to fix it real quick? Don't get too that, upset. Okay, <clears throat> another, another reason why <clears throat> Halloween Kills are probably going to suck is that. You had you had the like I said before you had the, the two guys on uh, on Joe Bob's uh, driving. They're really trying to push this movie hard, and when they do shit like that, it just tells you more and more that the movie's gonna blow.
1: Well, there's a there this okay. This wasn't just a screenshot, Emily. I found the article. There's a quote that says, "We end up lift well if you're a fan of the extended cuts and alternate endings, get ready to drop some money when Halloween Kills hits Blu-ray." No, don't fucking do it. Uh, So you're not going to get the theatrical ending um, because they want to tie into the sequel. That's it. They changed the ending of this movie so they can make you a sequel, but they're going to give you the original ending on disc so you understand what the the artistic impression is. And so
3: many horror fans are going to eat this shit up. (sighs) Makes me sad. Makes me sad. Well, I mean, they're horror fans. I mean, they're never going to buy the actual movie. They're just going to rip it off or find somewhere else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're, they're five dollars. I mean, yeah i mean that's that's fucking true they're gonna wait for it to be the five dollar bin in walmart and then they'll buy the, bl- the the blu-ray but they're never gonna buy it full price we know that Mm-mm. up next xavier de god thank you very much Egg xavier de god says
1: i actually prefer or i actually put peter parker and miguel o'hara over miles i haven't thought about spider-man 2099 in a little bit actually since i last looked at my big bad toy store pile of loot and realized i got a spider-man 2099 figure coming to me soon kendo have you uh finished your pile of loot yet from that store
0: uh no i still have a pile of loot that needs to be shipped within the next 17 days
1: mm, the countdown's on TikTok.
0: tock yeah
1: snow world thank you very much Snellworld says Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire is the goat. If I had the choice, I'm going to go to go. I'm going to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Well, that's a perfect transition. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. You guys interested in this one at all? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. I am too. I hated 2016, but I'm not going to support this movie strictly because I hate 2016. It continues Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 isn't the greatest movie, but it's not a bad movie. It's a good enough movie that I'll go see a sequel to it no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like the new, like the last Ghostbusters that came out, I believe that this movie is going to be used for a, a reason, a political reason. Now, not from Sony. This is just an attempt to make money. But people, critics seem to start Critics are seeming to start to tear down this film because it wipes away the uh, the 2016 version that had all the right politics and ideals. When everyone, including the people that own the movie, want to wipe it away quickly, but then people tear down the new one because of that purpose, I think we have a problem. It's the same as that people that go want to support something for any other hollow reason. This is This is bad. Do you think Ghostbusters is getting a fair shake from critics or do you think there's too much of their bias showing right now?
2: It's it's definitely a mixture of the both. I I I think you know if if I got a gun in the back of my head, it's definitely they're still sour about 2016 not going well, and they're yeah they're they're definitely gonna it's good they're going to be going into it with a with a definite bias. You know it it better be really good or I'm gonna shit all over it for erasing the the Kristen fucking Stewart and McCarthy Ghostbusters because that should have been really good. I liked it. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, you know, if, if it's good, if it's, you know, I think that, you know, having the, um, you know, having Finn and having what's her name play his sister or whatnot is, is going to kind of hold some of that criticism at bay. Uh, but yeah, I think 100%, especially, especially, you know, the very specific websites that were on the bandwagon saying how great Ghostbusters was. A 2016 version, um, they're 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 gonna have it out for this movie 100 fucking percent, 100 percent.
3: Kind of sad too. Yeah, they yeah the well, yeah like like Deon said, they're butt hurt and they want revenge and they're like you know oh you your <clears throat> your cis white male version dude, we're we're gonna make sure you know it gets horrible ratings and we're not gonna see it. It's just like you didn't show up for the 2016 one either when you when you bitched about it. So right, what difference, mm-hmm. what, what, what difference does it make? I just hope that people understand what's going
1: on and if if ghostbusters afterlife turns out to be crappy and people realize it like i just hope it doesn't get remembered as being great just because it killed 2016 i want it to be its own great movie on its own because some of the reviews i'm reading they're comparing it to stranger things and it and i get what they're doing that formula works I'm not saying i like it but it's all finn wolfhard can do that guy has been typecast as a child the, yeah, he's yeah. gonna plays yeah. the same type of character in every fucking thing.
3: Well, I mean, it's, it's it, remember they, they did something for what was it? They did the the same explanation they gave for like Black Widow. It's like, oh, it's like Bourne and Mission Impossible and James Bond. Like they kept saying that in every review article they kept they kept coming out. So they're doing the same thing with this.
1: Well, I hope we'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
2: It's just, it's just going to be really funny though, that if it's really good, that's, that's what I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see if it is really, if it is in the same vein as stranger things in in the first, um, then I cannot wait to see the mental gymnastics of those same people trying to justify why 2016, uh, was bad because if it's good it's undeniable. You're, I mean you'll you'll have your you'll have your esquires and you'll and your in your comic book reporter wherever the fuck that website is justifying it, but I I am excited to see the specifics of how they try to do that. Because, you know, them Sony changing Ghostbusters was a clear indicator that they knew what they were doing with 2016 and not to be the dead horse, but that 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 whole that screenplay, the advertising, even them going as far as choosing Fallout Boy was very calculated. And for it not to work was very telling on where we were in terms of in terms of box office film. But I, you know, for them to turn around relatively quickly and come up with a much different Ghostbusters and to see the reaction online, I hope it does well because it's it's going to be beautiful to watch them justify why tw- why why, why McCarthy's was terrible, and Paul Feig's was terrible. I can't fucking wait for that shit.
1: I, dude, it's gonna be a glorious November. Wokebusters, Ghostbusters, Afterlife—it's a win for the
3: fucking fans. Can't wait. I'm I'm definitely gonna see it. You know that weekend for sure. But I really, once again, I got hurt by 2016. I hope it's good. I hope the new one's good. That's all I want. Same. I'm. We're ready to love you again, (laughs) Ghostbusters. (laughs)
1: Ooh, you can get a ghost rep or a ghost trap replica for five hundred and five dollars. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any of this stuff. Okay, I'll take the Ghostbusters art book. Ooh, no, you can get a Ghostbusters Firehouse toy. I'll take that. What would you guys do with the Firehouse? Like you know what I mean is what would you do with the real Firehouse? Would you repurpose it? Like they did and operate out of it, or would you sell the New York real estate for money?
3: No Depends on no. How much no, it's no 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 no, I would for. no i would I would I would make it look screen accurate as hell and make sure all of it was you know, yeah, all the look exactly like the movie. That's all it would do. I wish we had a firehouse yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would, would it, it would be it would be a museum and a time capsule to that time and to that movie. that's what it would be forever.
0: Well, that's why we need to get a bunch of money. So, folks, keep buying our stuff so we can buy a firehouse and you know <laughs> live in it and make yeah. it look like that.
1: Shop WCBS.com help support the channel. So let's read a few more people that love to support the channel, and then we're going to talk about our wrestling segment because something interesting and telling. So, first off, thank you again, TLJ Screwjob, for everything tonight. Thank you to everybody who joined us. Also, I didn't buy Marvel Square e- Square Enix's Marvel because Kamala Khan honey dick. Play as the Avengers and BT dubs Kamala Khan is actually the main character. TLJ Screwjob, that's why I skipped it as well. I picked up on that fairly early on. And this social engineering of forcing us to like fictional characters that we don't like, it's sad and it's disgusting. Stop. It's not fun anymore. Like, I want to go, I want to buy Iron Man or Hulk or Spider-Man or Batman, not Kamala Khan and Miles Morales or whoever the hell is in the Eternals. Like, just let us have what we like. I think Twitter is why we can't have nice things anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong.
1: Yeah. Xavier de God, thank you very much again. asks, how do you guys feel about Nether Realm Studios making a Marvel game?
3: I'm I down don't know who that. That is, I, I got I hope for Nether
4: NetherRealm
2: now. So, yeah. Well, Mortal They're Kombat's not still play good. Square Enix shit.
1: How do you guys feel about Square Enix games? I don't. I don't really get into them. Anytime they talk about announcing a Square Enix game, I just go, all right, I don't like Final Fantasy, but it's good for everybody else.
3: Yeah, I've never been a Final Fantasy fan. Every, every, every time I came out, all, like there were a couple of you know, the really nerdy kids in my class or whatever I was doing. They really were like, oh, man, I'm going to skip today and go play them I'm like, good for you. You go do that. You enjoy right. that. I just don't... I
1: just didn't have the patience for those games.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Up next, we have our friend... Adam Walford who says star ball bag empire strikes on Dion's black ass with testicles tentacles attacking the fortress Jesus. of Dunbarry.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Shit. All right.
2: That just sounds well. Dion, you down. signed
3: up for it. Yeah, D- Dion needs his purple lightsaber and a cigar.
2: I mean, I'll take that, but the rest of that shit, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob
1: asks: Is Dixon Cider? Sorry, is Dixon Poon related to Dixon Cider?
0: Uh, they're distant cousins.
1: <laughs> oh, they're from the South. Adam Wofford.
3: <laughs> how
1: come the only guy in the South laughs at that
3: one?
2: Shit. Yeah,
3: Heck, he knows all about me, that me, so. me, Because, because I've, uh, I've met those people, and it's funny. And they don't like that joke, but fuck them. <laughs> well, you're in the
1: trenches, sir. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, Disney is a simp for China. They keep making shows and movies that China doesn't like and ban from their country. Buy Disney just doesn't get it. I don't get. Okay, I get it. But as somebody who owns a business, I understand going for where the money is. But like, here is where the money is. Like, we're not tired of all these properties you bought up. You just you bought them and ruined them and took them elsewhere. It's stupid. I'm getting tired of this shit. Um, TLJ Screwjob. Thank you very much again. He says, "Hot tub Dixon poon machine. A fistful shit. of Dixon poon for a few Dixon poon more." And the good, the bad, and the dicks and poon. How's that for a test? (laughs) Okay. It works. Sure. Adam Wofford, thank you very much again for your super chat. I would go see a Spider-Man 2099 movie. As would I. Now, Dion, gun to your head. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull up an image to to get a good comparison. What would you rather see in theaters? A Spider-Man 2099 film or a Batman Beyond movie?
2: Ooh, Ooh, Batman Beyond. Easily. Hands down hands down uh
3: what about you uh, nick batman beyond because i remember watching i remember when that cartoon came out and i watched it and i was like this is fucking awesome you had old school bruce wayne in there and everything everything you know all the technology the future and stuff it was it was great i loved it
0: and oh yeah sign me up for that batman
1: i'm gonna pick batman beyond over but i would love to see a um, spider-man 2099 film that's kind of like the edge of time I- i'm fairly confident we live in a world where since we can bind to this multiverse crap we could have the time travel spider-man story where peter goes yeah. into the future or con- communicates with the future version of miguel o'hara and in the past he's doing his shit like that could be a cool movie uh, but i'm with you guys batman beyond all the way they're just very similar. So, I don't think you could make both movies and have them be successful. Right. Now, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. You're the perfect transition super chat. So, the fans are Batista and the company is Trips. Now, let's start talking about Batista because, guys, Batista's in the news and I thought this was kind of interesting. Let's pull up a picture of Batista. No, let's not. We don't need to see him. Kendo, what are your thoughts on Batista's arrest? Were you a fan?
0: He ruined the 2014 Royal Rumble.
1: Amen to that. Dion, same question to you,
2: sir. Yeah, I was a huge fan. I um was rooting for him going into 23. I was excited to see that he won the Rumble. Um, and yeah, man, I, I was I was a big Batista fan, especially that you know <laughs> when he turned on Ray. I thought that was fucking beautiful. And we did, we missed some seriously good shit with him and Eddie. Agreed. Uh, R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero, you were one of the great.
1: Did you have any opinion on Batista?
3: Not really. I mean, I thought it was fine. No big deal. Now, I was never the world's biggest Batista fan. I was at WrestleMania
1: 23 and was firmly hoping he would beat The Undertaker. I was, I'm one of those weirdos who never bought into the streak, being the biggest event of WrestleMania. I went to these events going, okay, The Undertaker's got a match. He's going to win, and I didn't care because it was predictable. But I could never call myself that big of a Batista supporter. But he's in the news T- Taken shots at WWE, maybe rightly so, but Batista says it was just a very toxic atmosphere. Batista opens up about his early days in WWE. WWE Hall of Famer Batista has opened up b- about his early days in the company, revealing that he didn't fit in with the atmosphere and the workplace was very toxic. The Animal made his main roster debut in 2002 and went on to attain a lot of success, capturing multiple championships and wrestling top from wrestling's top names such as John Cena and The Undertaker. The former champion later made the transition and became a major Hollywood star. Speaking to Lauren Larson of Men's Health, Batista stated that WWE didn't know what to do with him early on in his career. He says, I couldn't get comfortable, said Batista. People didn't like me. I was doing something wrong. The company was just going to do anything with me. They didn't know what to do with me. They didn't know where I fit in. It was just a very toxic atmosphere. Wrestling is very competitive. It's very cutthroat. You're put in a position where you have to posture up all the time, and it's exhausting. What do you think of this? Uh, Kendo, you go first. What do do Batista's words uh, mean to you?
0: Did he
2: cash those checks? He did? Did? Shut up. Dion, same to you. I wouldn't say that. I think that it's it's definitely a shining example of how tough it is on guys when they're not the the top of the mountain yet. I think when dudes are definitely – Early in their career, and especially the gimmicks that he had early on, I can see that being the case. You know, it's not the ideal work environment, but you know, at the same time, you know, I, I, I'm not in the business, so I don't know how that's something that you fix with the early guys. You know, if that being said, they're trying to find the next stuff. They're trying to find dudes and, and women next gonna that are gonna make the money. So it's it's you know it's it's yeah, I can see it being really tough early on, especially on on guys when they're new. You know, especially when you look like a dude like Batista, it's, it's, I can see it. I can see it being a shitty place to work at the beginning.
1: Now, Nick, is there anything uh, about Batista? You know, you don't have much of an opinion on him, but do you think wrestling seems toxic?
3: No, I mean, it's a product of the time it, you know, it happened. And I mean, look at the attitude era and look where we're at now and like how they've changed according to what society wants. I mean, you know, they've, they've kept changing. Obviously, behind the scenes hasn't changed until recently, with you know all the stuff coming out about it. But uh, yeah, I think I mean I, th- I think in, in in that kind of in that kind of setting, you have to yeah. When you start out, it's going to be you know I guess quote unquote toxic. But I mean, you know, no. you gotta you gotta take you you gotta take your lumps. You gotta take you know you're a rookie. That's how you gotta do it, man. I mean, that's how it is. You gotta keep going until you find your find your play, find your spot to, to, before they find a you know. What your gimmick is, and then you know you fit in. That's it. And even then, like now, you, now you're a movie star.
1: Now and I understand. He, he,
3: he, he, yeah, yeah, he did. He did his. He did his time. He did his thing. He's out of it. You know, it's it's good. He's in. His, he's in something else now.
1: Now I understand. You know, when people want to talk about their early careers, or the trials and tribulations they face, but I'd like to take a second to call Batista on his bullshit, because Batista may have had a couple months of whatever, but Batista was part of OVW's iconic class meaning he debuted in that roster class with randy orton john cena shelton benjamin and brock lesnar he was already with the best of the best and he was already treated like that and for his main roster debut in 2002 he talks about the toxic environment well by the end of 2002 early 03 by, sorry excuse me early 03 he was associated with triple h yeah evolution uh-huh. and what that means folks if you don't understand the wrestling lingo Triple H is the guy who has more control than anybody except for Vince McMahon and Triple H's wife, Stephanie. And so if you're a wrestler and you're in Triple H's good graces, if you're one of his buddies, this toxic environment bullshit is what Batista was doing because all of Triple H's buddies historically, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Waltman, other members of DX, the other clique, they're all known as backstage douchebags. They're known as the fucking toxic people, the pieces of shit that ruin people's lives, ruin people's careers, shitting people's handbags. Randy Orton, Batista, they were buddy buddies with Triple H. Their shit didn't stink in the early 2000s. So I find it interesting where he, as he wants to separate from wrestling constantly, Batista wants to say, well, I felt this or I was treated this way at the beginning of my career. Bro, we watched you. Maybe the Deacon Batista shit, and again, we weren't there every day with you, but I will not buy into this. You were treated like shit once you were a part of Evolution. Bro, you were in the pocket of the fucking champion for years. And then Batista's career, oh, poor as me. Now, once he, a couple months in, when he was associated with Evolution, he goes from Evolution to the world title picture and never back down again. He was the fucking top. The only reason Batista wasn't as big as John Cena is because Batista was old and injury prone. When WrestleMania is being main evented by John Cena and Triple H, it really should have been Batista and Triple H or Batista and John Cena or Batista and Randy Orton. But Dave Batista was always injured at his peak. Anytime they gave him the belt, he was injured. And so what can he bitch about his wrestling career? A couple months ago he bitches that he spent all of his money from wrestling. Okay, cool. I get that. But now you want to take shots at this. You don't need to be the rock and be thankful for everything, but you should be honest because people like us that watch this shit know you're you're fucking promoting some kind of narrative that is the new Dave Batista of Hollywood, not the real Dave Batista that we all watched for 20 years almost. I know it's a long way to say that, but I hate shit like this. It's like, I'm not going to defend Vince or anything, but at least be honest. Like we know you're full of it on this one.
2: No, I I definitely don't think that that's a, that's a wrong way to look at it. Like I said, I think ideally everyone wants the beginning of their, of any career, especially in sports to be roses and people taking you under their, their wing and, and you learning, um, you know, the what's what of your industry. And, and, and again, ideally we would, you know, even as fans, we want that to be pro wrestling. At the same time, you know, outside of, yeah, the timeline of his career, especially because he started so late, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough sell for him. At the same time, it's pro wrestling. You know, they don't, as an industry, they're not known for being nice to guys early on, unless you're, you know, unless the fucking boss is in love with you you, or you know, someone in creative, or, you know, one of the bookers, right? But you know, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah, it's a toxic work environment. Before you realize, yeah, it's pro wrestling. And I'm not saying it shouldn't change. It definitely shouldn't be the case for new people. Um, you know, we've heard multiple horror stories about that. At the same time, again, it's you know there's a there's a reason why so many are so hard on guys early on because they're trying to see if you can stick it out. You know, if you can't take it when you don't have the boss's favor, you're sure they're not going to be able to take it when you're. One of the top guys, you know, we were joking and making fun of George Takai earlier, but you know, a real beef that still has to this day, the rock fucking hates Shawn Michaels to this fucking day, yep. you know, because they didn't think that he had it and they were giving him shit and he had to deal with it, and now he's on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore in terms of greatest of all time. So it's again, it's it's hard to say, yeah, man, that's kind of fucked up. While at the same time, yo, it's pro wrestling, and if you can take it early on you know you're winning royal rumbles you're winning world titles the dude the lowest title that he won was a tag team championship once he fucking won the rumble he was he was wrestling and winning world titles so you know it's it, it's a tough sell for batista to be and i'm not saying it didn't happen but it's a tough sell for him to say yeah it was toxic and terrible in the beginning and that's fucked up and it's like ah, i don't know dude you you know yeah, you're in Zack Snyder movies, but I, it's just, you know, I, I, I understand him wanting to be more of an empathetic guy that he's older. But again, I, I, it's, that's a tough one to sell. That's a tough one to sell.
1: Now, there's another wrestling, there's two more wrestling topics. Do you want the funny one or the kind of, I don't know, serious one?
2: Let's go serious then funny.
1: Deal. That'll be a perfect closer. So we, we like NXT enough. NXT can be awesome, it can be terrible, it's WWE, so you always have that risk. But NXT just rebranded to very few people's excitement, and now Bronson Reed, one of the wrestlers who recently left, kind of told what happened. So he was quoted as saying... Before my dark match, maybe a week before that, about a month out from everything being rebranded, all the top TV talent got pulled into a room by Hunter and Sean, and they sort of let us know that things were changing. They're going in a different direction, and it was all from Vince. This is what he wants, a complete overhaul. I think it shocked a lot of people in that room. It also dampened some hearts. At the same time, some of us, myself included, thought we were going to Raw or SmackDown. Anyway, so it wasn't really our concern. Now, I... Vince McMahon is the reason why I brought this up. That old man mm-hmm. has got to retire. I wouldn't wish death on anybody to, for better entertainment, unless you maybe are in charge of Star Wars, not really. But my point is, like, <laughs> he's, t- person, he's an old dude and he's out of touch and he's got to go. Like, if you guys created a business, is you know, or me let me rephrase this: if you guys bought a business, which is what Vince did, he bought his dad's business and made it even bigger. Would you tank it before you die, or would you just... Do you think you guys would be self-aware enough to know when you've taken it too far and be able to stop?
2: Listen, in a perfect rub, I'd think that I would know, right? But it's 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 very difficult being on top for so long and still being grounded, right? The The, the higher you get, the farther away you get from the ground. And if anything that we have known about Vince for the last 20 years since winning the Monday Night Raw, the Monday Night Wars rather, is that it is sometimes not the best thing to be the only jig in town. Um, You know, and, 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 and fans that are our age, you know, vaguely remember the mid nineties. They do remember the attitude era they remember ruthless aggression they remember john cena being on top they remember the reign of terror um and they and obviously they remember uh that period right before the women's revolution and nxt came about um and then was rebranded and now it's being rebranded again so i i, I like to think that i would know but it, it's it's just so hard trying to just if you if you if you work for WWE, it's, this is hard to justify because Vince, and I don't think this is a simple matter of his ego, I think it, he genuinely believes that he knows what's best for pro wrestling, or, or excuse me, sports entertainment. He doesn't want it to be pro wrestling. He believes that this is the best way, and whether, you know, only he knows in his heart of hearts, and probably his daughter and his son-in-law and his son know, but he is probably the only one that knows whether he's full of shit or not. You know, obviously we think he's full of shit because he's made terrible decision after terrible decision after terrible decision after terrible decision. And this is, you know, it's 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 very telling that everyone in the world can see that this is a bad fucking idea. This wasn't what NXT was for. This wasn't what it was supposed to be. It's not supposed to be ECW. It's not supposed to be the same type of Raw or SmackDown. And, and, and he just doesn't, you know, he... And again, I don't think it's ego. I think he genuinely believes that he knows what's best, and he's just too far gone to see it. I cannot believe that that Hunter and Sean will let this fucking happen. I can't believe that Stephanie will let this happen. You know, when they branded NXT, fucking Triple H specifically said this: "We did this because we don't have a feeder league. The NFL has college football. You know, the NBA has the summer league and college basketball. We don't have that." And that's what NXT was supposed to be. And to see it be turned into another arm of SmackDown versus Raw. We remember, you know, we were in college when they were putting full episodes of SmackDown on fucking YouTube. Yeah. Because it was getting such low ratings on fucking sci-fi. We remember that stretch of where Raw was not even touching a one rating on Nielsen. And it was at its fucking lowest because of this fucking pg bullshit and to see nxt you know vince hasn't learned a goddamn thing and he waits until he waits until ratings are historically low before he changes anything you know they waited until their quote-unquote divas were getting booed out of the building and chanting boring before they actually brought in legitimate female fucking wrestlers the fucking bellas almost killed the women's division you know and this is another example of the yeah, and it's another example of that Vince doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and I and I honestly believe that he's crazy enough that he thinks that this is a good thing.
1: By the way, last sigil, thank you for the compliment about the avatars. Uh, Drew those for the guys, and uh, yeah, it's our new look. Glad you guys like it. Gary and two and seven. You asked earlier in the stream. Are there any prerequisites for this Saturday's stream at eight thirty PM? Yeah, if you can watch Halloween twenty eighteen, it'll help. Uh, I don't recommend it as a good film that I think you'll enjoy, but if you watch it, you'll be caught up with us and we'll all be on the same page.
3: Yeah, and and you are you are allowed to require you're allowed to acquire Halloween twenty eighteen by any means necessary. Well, you know, yeah, within 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 with, within certain laws.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. that's the only pre visit you need. Yeah, exactly.
1: Dion, I've yeah. lived my life by an old adage. You could could you tell me if it's true or not? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a price.
0: Yes, sir. I think we just learned true. Ted DiBiase's price. <laughs> oh no, because he was embezzling money.
1: Yup. You want to hear
0: about this? Yeah.
1: Ted DiBiase and his sons must repay millions of dollars following embezzlement scandal. An investigation of illegally spent welfare funds has resulted in the DiBiase family being ordered to repay millions of dollars to the state of Mississippi. More than $77 million that was intended to assist needy families in Mississippi was instead illegally spent or misappropriated in an embezzlement scheme. Mississippi, hmm. yeah, Mississippi state auditor Shad White said it's time for Ted DiBiase, two of his sons, NFL Hall of Fame quarterback, Brett Favre and others to pay back their about share. Say, it's the same money. investigation
2: that Brett Favre got caught up in. Yeah.
1: So for context, The auditor's office issued a demand to former Department of Human Services Executive Director John Davis for $96.3 million, which includes interest for his role in authorizing over $77 million in illegal TANF funds. There are are a lot of celebrities, but Ted DiBiase owes $722,299, his son Brett DiBiase, $255,950, And Ted DiBiase Jr., $3.9 million.
0: Damn. He just needs to make some Um, more Marine movies and he'll be taking um, care of that.
1: If the demands, if the demanded amounts are not repaid within 30 days, the Attorney General's office is responsible for enforcing (laughs) the demands in court. These demands are of civil nature, not criminal. A civil demand does not imply criminal liability. What about yeah, 30 days? days. 30,
0: 30 days. Good good luck. Well, with he's that. the million dollar man. He's got it. He'll still have a quarter of a million left. Oh, God. Look, if a million dollars is too
1: much. Sorry, Brett Favre owes money. If Brett Favre cannot afford to pay back what he owes, he blew it. Because wasn't he the biggest fucking quarterback of his
3: era? Yeah. Yeah, he he, yeah, he, he owes like a hundred like eight eight hundred eight hundred thousand dollars, something like that, I think, for whatever he did. Like for for uh for, for, for like a speaking events he didn't actually do.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Brett Favre can just get the checkbook out and he'll be okay. He's got that Wrangler yes. money, baby. Be.
3: That Wrangler
1: He's money. <laughs> it's true.
0: Let's see what cool. Brett Favre's net worth is.
1: He's worth $100 million.
0: Ah, see? He could pay that no problem.
1: Yeah. So he received $1.1 million from a
2: no-show gig. That's what he owes.
1: He said he'd pay back the money, but he still hasn't as of yesterday. So that's in the news.
2: Yo, the state of Mississippi. I get your shit together. You get you getting bamboozled by a wrestling family and a retired quarterback. Come on.
3: Well, Dion, it is Mississippi. I mean, have you have you have this you seen true. the place? That's have you me. been there? Missed in power. <laughs> Missed in power. Yeah. Right. Roll <laughs> Tide. Ted Dibiase oh. is worth
0: one and a half million, and his son Ted Dibiase Jr. is worth four. So, they so how cool is Ted
2: 10, Dibiase Jr. worth four million dollars? Dude, he was in. He Crypto, was in the one. Marine. I know that's why I'm asking that. That movie didn't even make four million dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Magic. Damn. Does, he, does he have like a fucking degree in economics? What the fuck?
1: John Cena does. Well, thugonomics. Really? Yeah, well. That's thugonomics. Different. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, so you think you're untouchable? <laughs> Word life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The only line of dialogue from that line or that song that makes me laugh is Taken Over Earth and Still Kicking in Uranus. I I always laugh
2: at that part. Fucking, oh my god, man. Fucking John Cena with his urban accent. Holy shit.
1: God. When he... he, John Cena was cool-ish until about 05. He was tolerable until 06. And he was a joke since WrestleMania 22.
2: I couldn't stand him. I mean, well, he was starting to get booed, especially after he beat Bobby Lashley at the Great American Bash. That's that's where I always point the turning point because he was cool for twenty one, a joke at twenty two. You know, he he, you know, he goes into twenty three. You know, and everyone knew that Shawn didn't want to be fucking champion. But yeah, when when he beat Bobby Lashley, everyone knew that Lashley should have won the WWE title. Then that was. Uh, that was when he was—he started being you can't fucking wrestle Cena for sure.
1: Oh yeah. So guys, we need one more like to hit three hundred, and let's read our super chats, and we will close this episode out. So first off, our friend Rob Brantz says, "I'm so glad Crown Jewel is on when I'm working next Thursday. Nothing like airing glorified house shows that'll be subpar from Saudi Arabia."
0: Oh yeah, sweet <laughs> Saudi money mania, baby.
1: I am not going to spend my birthday watching Sweet Saudi Money. I'm going to do literally anything else. What would it take for you guys to watch Sweet Saudi Money?
2: Um, Uh, Being nailed to a chair? I'd say (inaudible) Bianca becomes champ again. Roman loses to Finn. And... um. Some crazy ass Spice Girls musical concert. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Sounds like a good time had by none.
1: Oh god!
2: Hey, let's really shake the pillars of heaven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeez.
1: Xavier de God, thank you very much. Says if Vince sold WWE to Disney, would you still watch? And what would be your thoughts on
2: a deal like fuck that? Fuck no! You're oh my finish god, that dude! No. no, I wouldn't watch Disney WWE. Are you kidding me? I don't oh, even want to
3: no. That would be the that would be the worst thing. I, th- I think I, th- I think Jeff would just stop going to the events too. just be like fuck it, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't do would... WrestleMania
2: anymore. Disney that would, would Disney. sell it. Back. That the same thing that happened with when they had the of the Power Rangers would be what happened with WWE. They'd have it, they'd ruin it. No one would watch it, and they'd sell it again. And hopefully someone someone else that knows what the fuck they're doing. Preferably, you know, maybe Shane or someone puts together enough money to get it back. But there's no way in hell Disney's going to buy a wrestling company. What the fuck are they going to do with it? Running, running uh, into the ground like, like they the have ground. been doing. Well,
1: I that would be, so. I'd be livid as hell. Like this would really bother me
3: if they bought the WWE. I mean, I, it's it's one of those things where it's like I wouldn't put it past them. But I don't, yeah, I, I don't see how they would make money on it. Like, I really don't. Like, that, yeah. that'd be the, the dumbest move that it would, like, one of the dumbest moves that they'd, they've ever made.
2: I mean, I know, uh, I know uh, fucking Vince would come in his pants because of the whole, you know, he's always wanted to market it towards kids forever. But if Disney bought it, dude, the, Disney barely knows what to do with their own fucking properties. A wrestling company? Holy shit.
1: Cena had to beat Lashley at the Great American Bash in two thousand seven because Bobby Lashley didn't win a world title until recently.
2: Right. Uh, well, partly because he left, he went and he won an MMA title, or he no, he went to. Did he go to TNA, TNA first? Right? But then he ended up yeah. going to Bellator and he won their heavyweight championship. Yeah
1: i I was always cool with Bobby Lashley, and I'm still kind of cool with him, even though he's not my favorite. The way he's booked, it reminds me of. Nineteen ninety-eight Rock, not in a good way. Like, not it's not as good as ninety-eight Rock. Yeah, yeah, he can't
2: cut the promos, huh? That's what, the only the thing that held Bobby Lashley back was that he could never really cut a promo.
1: True, he he had a weird voice for being as big and yes. buff as he was. He kind of talked like this, and that just yeah, wasn't cool dude. Dude sounds like Anderson Silva. <laughs> Better than sounding like Anderson Cooper. Wasn't <laughs> <it> Dan <Chaffeele laughs> would talk about Anderson Cooper? he can find anybody yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. He, yeah but uh, by, by yeah. the way I watched I watched that too and like that was a really really good uh, really really good special for sure dude that Daphne story at the end I was like, that, hey, like, like, I've, I've seen I've, I've seen clips I've seen clips of it and you know heard about it and I'm just like hearing it in general seeing his reactions in his face I'm just like wow he's really torn up about this Um, and yeah I mean it was it's yeah it's a, it's a damn good special and I like what he said at the end and then all the stuff he was saying was really profound but i mean he you knew he got it i don't think he should be canceled i don't think it's really that it's not even that big of a deal with some of the jokes well he made. i like, mean <laughs> the 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 person who was going to walk out uh, of netflix apparently the, the the guy who runs netflix is like yeah go ahead and do it it's fine i remember the, that yeah, like it's yeah, it it it, yeah. It, it 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 happened it happened like today or yesterday or whatever. Like the guy running Netflix was like, "Yeah, if you want to leave, that's fine. Go ahead. I stand by I stand well, by Dave Chappelle." I'm like, "That's cuz he's making you money right now." I he is standing by that because he's making him money. That
1: I'm I'm conflicted because in the same press release where they talk about standing with Dave Chappelle, they also said they stand with
3: the movie Cuties and I'm just like, uh, "No." So, yeah. And that was, that was yeah. in the press
1: release. That's not me yeah. inferring anything.
3: Yeah, that's yeah that two that's two different things, and you know one of them is not like the other. Let's be honest. And I hate that you that they put that together, so you feel conflicted. Yeah, that was like, yeah. yeah that was dumb. That was dumb.
1: Uh, all right, so let's see. We have um, Xavier to God, Xavier to God, who asks, "Do you guys think three hours for Raw is too long?" Yes.
3: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Raw was best when it was two hours, and it was also best when it was good. I know that's a really yeah, odd awesome I mean, thing to make, yeah. but... <laughs> It's like they go and give you a three-hour show at the fucking nadir of wrestling. You know, it's like, hey, guys, you want all these Kmart-branded superstars like Alexa Bliss? She's not as good as Trish Stratus, but she's cute. You want Nia Jax? Nobody wants Nia Jax, but you can watch him for three hours a week. Isn't that awesome?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> well, listen, and Jim Cornette's a crazy motherfucker, but when he said years ago, right when they first went to three hours, he was like, you have a three-hour show... When you're clearly targeting kids as your main audience when they're in fucking bed by nine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why, 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 how, who okayed that shit? So I was like, "Lay, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Corny. Your target audience, the reason why you're going to three hours is in bed before the show ends. Yep. Jada
1: Becca, thank you very much for your super chat. World-class bullshitter, since y'all are big Spider-Man fans, did the fact that Spider-Man and the Raimi trilogy didn't need web cartridges bother y'all? Uh, no, initially I, a... I I guess is when I was younger. The reasoning they gave, Sam Raimi said, if Peter Parker could invent an adhesive like that, he would sell it to 3M and make millions of dollars. And I, <laughs> and I was right. like, yeah, you would. Instead of fighting crime, and that would avoid Uncle Ben's death, and yeah, so I kind of just was like, damn, that makes sense. I would like if they had the web shooters. What I don't, okay, here's my reasoning uh or, Uh, who said that jada backup i don't like the movie web shooters because they feel the need to put them outside of the costume The visual integrity of the Spider-Man costume is so important to me that I don't care if they don't include that part because it still looks like the comic book. Because in the book, he wears that shit under his gloves. I hate that they put... Because they want to try to sell you a toy, but they've been selling you that fucking web shooter toy my entire lifetime. So don't give me this shit, Disney. But they put him on the... It
3: looks like he's got fucking gadgets and all this other crap in the movie, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, not just that. They have spend, like, you know... A portion of the movie like a, a good portion of the movie to like from it to invent it and like figure it out and like you know wire it up and make it and 3d print it or whatever and you know it's it's like we don't care this isn't we don't give a shit just fucking do it and go on it's like three panels in the original comic book which
1: is fine but like what we lose from spider-man not having his web shooters in the film at least the Raimi ones, is just straight up, oh my God, my web shooters are empty and I'm going to fall to my death. We're going to go to a commercial break or I'll come back next issue. That is literally the only thing that ever does. And guess what? In Spider-Man 2, when he had his mental block, you got the whole, oh no, my web shooters don't work and I fall from the sky. So it's kind of like, yeah, I understand for the pure fans out there, like myself, you want everything accurate but you may not get the web shooter under the glove, but you like get all the fucking tropes of the web shooters not working. Like when he fights Doc Ock in the bank and he goes to shoot the web Mm -hmm. from the wall, he's like, come on. And he gets hit and Doc Ock goes, yeah. Like that's what like, is. I consider myself the most hardcore Spider-Man fan, but if you can't get over that one thing and you dislike the Raimi movies, then maybe you should just not watch any Spider-Man movies because there's so many different (laughs) things you're missing out from these lesser versions, but there's web shooters and jokes. So it's not good enough for me. And then uh, finally, oh sorry, Darian two and seven. Thank you very much. Good night, Dion. I'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> <Ew>. mm, yeah. <laughs> and then Samurai Vader says, "Remember to watch a short clip I made of you guys, Dion or um, Kendo. Can you send me? Uh, can you look into the emails and forward to that to me after we get, forward that to me after we get off air, please? Yeah. Cool, because." Uh, We will watch that and we'll talk about it on Saturday because we love when people make stuff for us. Our buddy uh, Ninja Lawyer Steve sends us posters we like to read on air. And Ninja Lawyer Steve, if you're currently listening, I got your email. I'm going to respond back to you about your Andre the Giant question. So, yeah, don't worry, man. I appreciate you uh, asking me a (laughs) lot (laughs) of people. Now, Dion, is there anything you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed?
2: Uh, Free (laughs) A.O. McGuire for Spider-Man president. I agree. McGuire for the win.
3: Nick, is there anything you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed? Uh, no, just, just reminding everybody, we do have our uh, drunk watch party for Halloween kill Saturday, eight 30 ah. Eastern standard time. So, uh, you know, bring your, bring your livers. Yeah. And we're going to be bringing
1: ours. We're ready to drink. It'll, it'll be the first one of the season, but it'll be basically what I mean by the first one of the season is we understand it's been a while since we did one, but now we're going to start doing them more regularly. Robot Head is interested in joining us for a watch party of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So we will be making yeah. that happen. We're just going to contact him for
3: schedules. to see I just can't wait for Dion just like getting drunk and being belligerent all whole time. Like, God damn it, this looks like shit. I'm just I like am,
2: Yep. <laughs> I am looking forward to spending time with my bros and watching a movie and getting silly, but I am not looking forward to watching that fucking movie. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Neither am I. Neither am I. Well, guys, as of now, Halloween Kills is out. Our friend Logan Michael has seen it, and uh, people are talking about it. So when we get back on Saturday, folks, it'll be our first Saturday show in a long time. We'll be talking about that, and you can ask us any other questions you would like. But uh, let's get out of here, folks. It's been an awesome time. I'd like to thank everybody who uh, joined us tonight. Thank you to the thousands of people who backed Stealing Solo, and I'm glad that everyone who's been getting their books in the mail has enjoyed it. I am proud of the content in the book, proud of the quality of the book and I can't wait to bring you guys wokebusters in the next few weeks. So from all of us here on the channel, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other.
0: .um